Happy Sukkot, brothers and sisters. Welcome to the Parable of the Vineyard YouTube Torah reading Sukkot live stream. My name is Adam, your host, and I welcome you. And what we're going to be doing today is reading from the Book of Numbers. We will be reading from the Septuagint version, which uh, for many has been a, a new version they've been recently looking at. And I've kind of found it to be a kind of a treasure, treasure chest. If you're unfamiliar with it, uh, it's roughly 1,100 years older than the Masoretic text, which is what the KJV, um, the ESV, all, the Sefer, almost every, every version you're probably used to. Uh, so the Septuagint version is from two, roughly 200 BC, and, and uh, there's some differences, and it's interesting going over some of those differences to kind of get uh, the full scope of things, if you will. So we're going to be reading from that, and uh, what we're doing here is we are trying to do a feeble attempt at... Um, Walking out Deuteronomy 31, 9 through 13. So I'll read that for you. <clears throat> and Moshe wrote this Torah and delivered it unto the priests, the sons of Levi, which bore the Ark of the Covenant of Yahuwah, and unto all the elders of Yisrael. And Moshe commanded them, saying, At the end of every seven years, in the solemnity of the year of release, in the Feast of Sukkot, the tabernacles, which is we're still in the midst of, when all Israel is to come appear before Yahweh Elohika in the place which he shall choose, you shall read this Torah before all Yashrael in their hearing. Gather the people together, men and women and children, and your stranger that is within your gates, that they may hear, that they may learn, and fear Yahweh Elohikim to guard to do all the words of this Torah. And that their children, which have not known anything, may hear and learn to fear Yahweh Elohim as long as you live in the land, whether you go over the Jordan to possess it. And so we know we know that we are waiting to kind of do the same thing, go over uh, into our land of possession as well. So in the meantime, this may be a really feeble attempt at uh, trying to walk this out, but hey, it's Sukkot. We can read the Torah. We can hear the Torah. So let's just do it. Uh, let's pray, and we'll get right to it. <clears throat> Heavenly Father. Yahuwah Most High, we just come before you as a, a group of believers who believe in you, who have been re reconciled back to you through your Messiah who you sent for us, and we're so we're so thankful. We're also extremely thankful, thankful for lifting the veil from our eyes that we could see that your commands, your Torah, um, is sweeter than honey, it's more desirable than gold, uh, and in keeping it, there is great reward, and we just thank you for allowing us to do the best we can to walk this out, and we ask that you continue to strengthen us uh, on this walk so that we don't deviate to the left or to the right of it and stay on that straight and narrow path that Yahushua said that very few would find, and that we pray that you cultivate our heart, that we continue to bring forth the fruit that you desire. We love you, we bless you, we pray that you open our eyes and ears to hearing and seeing uh, the wondrous matters that are written here in your everlasting Torah. Uh, we bless you, and we thank you for this week of Sukkot, in Yahusha's name, Amen. Amen. All right, so let's get to it. The book of Numbers, um, Bemidbar, which uh, in the Hebrew that means in the wilderness, or um, yeah, in the wilderness, or in the desert, where however you want to translate Bemidbar, can be translated both ways. So we're going to be reading again from the Septuagint version, and let me get my four eyes on, or I guess eight eyes. This kind of helps with the eye strain. Okay, here we go. Book of Numbers, chapter 1, Septuagint version. And Yahweh spoke to Moshe in the wilderness of Sinai, in the tabernacle of witness, on the first day of the second month, in the second year of their departure from the land of Egypt, saying, 
Take the sum of all the congregation of Israel, according to their kindreds, according to the houses of their fathers' families, according to their numbers, by their names, according to their heads, every male from twenty years old and upwards, everyone that goes forth in the forces of Israel, take account of them with their strength. Thou and Aharon take account of them. And with you there shall be each one of the rulers according to the tribe of each. They shall be according to the houses of their families. And these are the names of the men who shall be present with you. Of the tribe of Reuben, Elishur, the son of Sedur. Of Simeon, Salamiel, the son of Surushadai. Of Yehuda, Nason, the son of Amminadab. Of Issachar, Nathaniel, the son of Sogar. Of Zabulon, Eliab, the son of Chelon. Of the sons of Yosef, of Ephraim, Elisama, the son of Emiud, of Manasseh, Gamaliel, the son of uh, Fadasur, of Benjamin, Abidan, the son of Gadioni, of Dan, Achiezer, the son of Amisadai, of Asher, Fagiel, Fagiel, the son of Echran, of Gad, Elisaf, the son of Raguel, of Naphtali, Achir, the son of Inan, these were famous men of the congregation, heads of the tribes according to their families. These are heads of thousands in Israel. And Moshe and Aharon took these men who were called by name. And they assembled all the congregation on the first day of the month in the second year, and they registered them after their lineage, after their families, after the number of their names from twenty years old and upwards, every male according to their number. As Yahweh commanded Moshe, so they were numbered in the wilderness of Sinai. And the sons of Reuben, the firstborn of Israel, according to their kindreds, according to their divisions, according to the houses of their families, according to the number of their names, according to their heads, were all males from twenty years old and upward, every one that went out with the host. The numbering of them of the tribe of Reuben was forty-six thousand and four hundred. <clears throat> For the children of Simeon, according to their kindreds, according to their divisions, according to the houses of their families, according to the number of their names, according to their poles, all males from twenty years old and upward, everyone that goes out with the host, the numbering of them of the tribe of Simeon was fifty-nine thousand and three hundred. For the sons of Yehuda, according to their kindreds, according to their divisions, according to the houses of their families, according to the number of their names, according to their poles, all males from twenty years old and upward, every one that goes forth with the host, the numbering of the tribe of Yehuda was seventy-four thousand and six hundred. For the sons of Issachar, according to their kindreds, according to their divisions, according to the houses of their families, according to the numbers of their names, according to their poles, all males from twenty years old and upward, everyone that goes forth with a host, the numbering of them of the tribe of Issachar was fifty-four thousand and four hundred. For the sons of Zebulun, according to their kindreds, according to their divisions, according to the houses of their families, according to the number of their names, according to their poles, all males from twenty years old and upward, everyone that goes out with the host, the numbering of them of the tribe of Zebulun was fifty-seven thousand and four hundred. For the sons of Yosef, the sons of Ephraim, according to their kindreds, according to their divisions, according to the houses of their families, according to the number of their names, according to their poles, all males from twenty years old and upward, everyone that goes out with the host, the numbering of them of the tribe of Ephraim was forty thousand and five hundred. 
For the sons of Manasseh, according to their kindreds, according to their divisions, according to the houses of their families, according to the number of their names, according to their poles, all males from twenty years old and upward, everyone that goes out with the host, the numbering of them of the tribe of Manasseh was thirty-two thousand and two hundred. For the sons of Benjamin, according to their kindreds, according to their divisions, according to the houses of their families, according to the number of their names, according to their poles, every male from twenty years old and upward, everyone that goes forth with the host, the numbering of the tri- the numbering of them of the tribe of Benjamin was thirty-five thousand and four hundred. For the sons of Gad, according to their kindreds, according to their divisions, according to the houses of their families, according to the number of their families, according to their poles, all males from twenty years old and upward, everyone that goes forth with the host, the numbering of them of the tribe of Gad was forty and five thousand and six hundred and fifty. For the sons of Dan, according to their kindreds, according to their divisions, according to the houses of their families, according to the number of their names, according to their poles, all males from twenty years old and upward, every one that goes forth of the host, the numbering of them of the tribe of Dan was sixty and two thousand and seven hundred. For the sons of Asher, according to their kindreds, according to their divisions, according to the houses of their families, according to the number of their names, according to their poles, every male from twenty years old and upward, everyone that goes forth with a host, the numbering of them of the tribe of Asher was forty and one thousand and five hundred. For the sons of Naphtali, according to their kindreds, according to their divisions, according to the houses of their families, according to the number of their names, according to their poles, every male from twenty years old and upward, every one that goes forth with the host, the numbering of them of the tribe of Naphtali was fifty-three thousand and four hundred. This is the numbering which Moshe, Naharon, and the rulers of Israel, being twelve men, conducted. There was a man for each tribe. They were according to the tribe of the houses of their family. And the whole numbering of the children of Israel with their hosts from twenty years old and upward, everyone that goes out to set himself in battle array in Israel came to six hundred, six hundred thousand, and three thousand and five hundred and fifty. But the, <clears throat> but the Levites the, of the tribe of their family were not counted among the children of Israel. And Yahweh spoke to Moshe, saying, See, thou shalt not muster the tribe of Levi, and thou shalt not take their numbers in the midst of the children of Israel. And do thou set the Levites over the tabernacle of witness, and over all its furniture, and over all things that are in it. And they shall do service in it, and they shall encamp round about the tabernacle, and removing And in removing the tabernacle, the Levites shall take it down. And in pitching the tabernacle, they shall set it up. And let the stranger that advances to touch it die. And the children of Israel shall encamp, every man in his own order, and every man according to his company, with their host. But let the Levites encamp round about the tabernacle of witness fronting it. And so there shall be no sin among the children of Israel, and the Levites themselves shall keep the guard of the tabernacle of witness. And the children of Israel did according to all that Yahuwah commanded Moshe, and Aharon, so did they. Yeah, the second eyelash of my eyes. Okay. <clears throat> Numbers chapter 2. And Yahuwah spoke to Moshe and Aharon, saying, let the children of Israel encamp, fronting each other, every man keeping his own rank, according to their standards, according to the houses of their families. The children of Israel shall encamp round about the tabernacle of witness. And they that encamp first toward the east shall be the order of the camp of Yehuda with their host, and the prince of the sons of Yehuda, Naasson, the son of Amminadab. His forces that were numbered were seventy-four thousand and six hundred. And they that encamp next shall be of the tribe of Issachar. And the prince of the sons of Issachar shall be Nathaniel, the son of Sogar. His forces that were numbered were fifty-four thousand and four hundred. 
And they that encamp next shall be of the tribe of Zebulun. And the, princes, the prince of the sons of Zebulun shall be Eliab, the son of Chelon. His forces that were numbered were 57,400. All that were numbered of the camp of Yehudah were 180,000 and 6,400. They shall move for, first with their forces. This is the order of the camp of Reuben. Their forces shall be toward the south, and the prince of the children of Reuben shall be Elisur, the son of Sedur. His forces that were numbered were 46,500. And they that encamp next to him shall be the tribe of Simeon. And the prince of the sons of Simeon shall be Salamiel, the son of Serushadai. His forces that were numbered were 59,300. And they that encamp next to them shall be the tribe of Gad. And the prince of the sons of Gad, Elishaph, the son of Raguel. His forces that were numbered were 45,650. All who were numbered of the camp of Reuben were 151,450. They with their forces shall proceed in the second place. Then the tabernacle of witness shall be set forward, and the camp of the Levites shall be between the camps. As they shall encamp, so also shall they commence with their march. Each one next in order to his fellow according to their companies. The station of the camp of Ephraim shall be westward with their forces, and the head of the children of Ephraim shall be Elisama, the son of Emiud. His forces that were numbered are 40,500. And they that encamp next shall be the tribe of Manasseh, and the prince of the sons of Manasseh, Gamaliel, the son of Fadashur. His forces that were numbered were 32,200. And they that encamp next shall be the tribe of Benjamin, and the prince of the sons of Benjamin, Abidan, the son of Gadioni. His forces that were numbered were 35,400. All that were numbered of the camp of Ephraim were 108,100. They with their forces shall set out third. The order of the camp of Dan shall be northward with their forces. And the prince of the sons of Dan, Achiezer, the son of Amisadai, his forces that were numbered were 62,700. And they that encamp next to him shall be the tribe of Asher. And the prince of the sons of Asher, Fagiel, the, sons of, the son of Echron, his forces that were numbered were 41,500. And they that encamp next shall be the tribe of Naphtali. And the prince of the children of Naphtali, Achier, son of Enan, his forces that were numbered were 53,400. All that were numbered of the camp of Dan were 157,600. They shall set out last according to their order. This is the numbering of the children of Israel according to the houses of their families. All the numbering of the camps of their forces was 603,550. But the Levites were not numbered with them, as Yahweh commanded Moshe. And the children of Israel did all the things that Yahweh commanded Moshe. Thus they encamped in their order, and thus they begin, began their march in succession, each according to their divisions, according to the houses of their families. Okay. <clears throat> Numbers chapter 3. And these are the, son, the generations of Aharon and Moshe, in the day in which Yahuwah spoke to Moshe in Mount Sinai. And these are the names of the sons of Aharon, Nadab, the firstborn, and Abihu, Eleazar, and Ithamar. These are, the, these are the names of the sons of Aharon, the anointed priest whom they consecrated to the priesthood. And Nadab and Abihu died before Yahuwah, when they offered strange fire before Yahuwah in the wilderness of Sinai, and they had no children. And Eleazar and Ithamar ministered in the priest's office with Aharon, their father. And Yahuwah spoke to Moshe, saying, Take the tribe of Levi. And thou shalt set them before Aharon the priest, and they shall minister to him, and shall keep his charges, and the charges of the children of Israel, 
before the tabernacle of witness to do the works of the tabernacle. They shall keep all the furniture of the tabernacle of witness, and the charges of the children of Israel as to do all the works of the tabernacle. And thou shalt give the Levites to Aharon, and to his sons the priests. They are given for a gift to me of the children of Israel. And thou shalt appoint Aharon and his sons over the tabernacle of witness, and they shall keep their charge of priesthood and all things belonging to the altar and within the veil, and the stranger that touches them shall die. And Yahweh spoke to Moshe, saying, Behold, I have taken the Levites from the midst of the children of Israel, instead of every male that opens the womb from among the children of Israel. They shall be their ransom, and the Levites shall be mine. For every firstborn is mine. In the day in which I smote every firstborn in the land of Egypt, I sanctified to myself every firstborn in Israel, both of man and beast. They shall be mine. I am Yahuwah. And Yahuwah spoke to Moshe in the wilderness of Sinai, saying, Take the number of the sons of Levi, according to the houses of their families, according to their divisions. Number ye them every male from a month old and upwards. And Moshe and Aharon numbered them by the word of Yahuwah, as Yahuwah commanded them. And these were the sons of Levi by their names, Gedson, Kath, Merari, or Kohath, Merari. And these are the names of the sons of, of Gedson, according to their families, Loben, Lobenai and Semai. The sons of Kohath, according to their families, Amram, and Isar, Hebron, and Uziel. And the sons of Merari, according to their families, Mulai, and Musai. These are the families of the Levites, according to the houses of their families. To Gershon belongs the family of Lebonai and the family of Semei. These are the families of Gershon. The numbering of them according to the number of every male from a month old and upwards, their numbering was 7,500. The sons of Gideon, or I guess we'll just go with Gidson. The sons of Gidson shall encamp westward behind the tabernacle. And the ruler of the household of the family of Gidson was Elisaph, the son of Dael. And the charge of the sons of Gidson in the tabernacle of witness was the tent and the veil, and the covering of the door of the tabernacle of witness, and the curtains of the court, and the veil of the door of the court, which is by the tabernacle and the remainder of all its works. To Kohath belonged one division, that of Amram, and another division, that of Isar, and another division, that of Hebron, and another division, that of Uziel. These are divisions of Kohath according to number. Every male from a month old and upward, 8,600, keeping the charges of the holy things. The families of the sons of Kohath shall encamp beside the tabernacle toward the south. And the chief of the house of the families of the divisions of Kohath was Elishaphan, the son of Uziel. And their charge was the ark, and the table, and the candlestick, and the altars, and all the vessels of the sanctuary wherewith they do holy service, and the veil, and all their works. And the chief over all the chief of the Levites was Eleazar, the son of Aharon the priest, appointed to keep the charges of the holy things. To Merari belonged the family of Mulai, and the family of Musai. These are the families of Merari. The mustering of them according to number, every male from a month old and upwards, was 6,050. And the head of the house of the families of the division of Merari was Suriel, the son of Abichael. They shall encamp by the side of the tabernacle northwards. The oversight of the charge of the sons of Merari included the chapters of the tabernacle, and its bars, and its pillars, and its sockets, and all their furniture, and their works, and the pillars of the court round about, and their bases, and their pins, and their cords. They that encamp, they that encamp before the tabernacle of witness on the east side shall be Moshe and Aharon and his sons, keeping the charges of the sanctuary according to the charges of the children of Israel. And the stranger that touches them shall die. All the numbering of the Levites, whom Moshe and Aharon numbered by the word of Yahuwah, according to their families, every male from a month old and upwards, were two and twenty thousand.
<clears throat> and Yahweh spoke to Moshe, saying, Count every firstborn male of the children of Israel from a month old and upwards, and take the number of my name, and thou shalt take the Levites for me, I am Yahuwah, instead of all the firstborn of the sons of Israel, and the cattle of the Levites, instead of all the firstborn cattle, among the cattle of the children of Israel. And Moshe counted, as Yahuwah commanded him, every firstborn among the children of Israel, and all the male firstborn in number, by name, from a month old up and upwards, were according to their numbering 22,273. Which, this is really interesting, that it's only 273 off from the number of the Levites uh, for um, males. And Yahuwah spoke to Moshe, saying, Take the Levites instead of all the firstborn of the sons of Israel, and the cattle of the Levites instead of their cattle. And the Levites shall be mine. I am Yahuwah. And for the ransom of the 273 which exceed, exceeded the Levites in number of the firstborn of the sons of Israel, thou shalt even take five shekels ahead, and thou shalt take them according to the holy shekel, twenty oboli, to the shekel. Now shalt give the money to Aharon and his sons, the ransom of those who exceed in number among them. And Moshe took the silver, the ransom of those that exceeded in number, the redemption of the Levites. He took the silver from the firstborn of the sons of Israel, a thousand three hundred and sixty-five shekels, according to the holy shekel. And Moshe gave the ransom of them, and Moshe gave the ransom of them that were over Aharon and his sons by the word of Yahuwah, as Yahuwah commanded Moshe. Book of Numbers, chapter four, Septuagint. Version. And Yahuwah spoke to Moshe and Aharon, saying, Take the sum of the children of Kohath from the midst of the sons of Levi, after their families, according to the houses of their fathers' households, from twenty-five years old and upward until fifty years, everyone that goes in to minister to do all the works in the tabernacle of witness. And these are the works of the sons of Kohath in the tabernacle, tabernacle of witness. It is most holy. Naharon and his son shall go in when the camp is about to move, and shall take down the shadowing veil, and shall cover it with the ark of the testimony, and they shall put on it a cover, even a blue skin, and put it above a garment of a garment all of blue, and shall put the staves through the rings, and they shall put on the table set forth for showbread a cloth of purple, a cloth all of purple, and the dishes and the censers and the cups and the vessels with which one offers drink offerings, and the continual loaves shall be upon it. And they shall put upon it a scarlet cloth, and they shall cover it with a blue covering of skin, and they shall put the staves into it, and they shall take a blue covering, and cover the candlesticks that gives light, and its lamps, and its snuffers, and its funnels, and all the vessels of oil with which they minister. And they shall put it, and all its vessels, into a blue skin cover, they shall put it on bearers, and they shall put a blue cloth for a cover on the golden altar, and shall cover it with a blue skin cover, and put it in its staves. And they shall take all the instruments of service with which they minister in the sanctuary, and shall place them in a cloth of blue, and shall cover them with blue skin covering, and put them upon staves. And he shall put the covering on the altar, and they shall cover it with a cloth of all purple. And they shall put upon it all the vessels with which they minister upon it, and the firepans, and the flesh hooks, and the cups, and the cover, and all the vessels of the altar. And they shall put put on it a blue cover of skins, and shall put it in its staves. And they shall take a purple cloth, and cover the laver and its foot, and they shall put it into a blue cover of skins, and put it on bars. 
And Aharon and his sons shall finish covering the holy things and all the holy vessels when the camp begins to move. And afterwards, the sons of Kohath shall go in to take up the furniture, but shall not touch the holy things lest they die. These shall the sons of Kohath bear in the tabernacle of witness. Eleazar, the son of Aharon the priest, is overseer, the oil of the light, and the incense of composition, and the daily meat offering, and the anointing oil are his charge, even the oversight of the whole tabernacle, and all things that are in it, the holy place, in all the works. And Yahweh spoke to Moshe and Aharon, saying, You shall not destroy the family of Kohath from the tribe of Levi, the tribe out of the midst of the Levites. This do ye to them, and they shall live and not die. When they approach the Holy of Holies, let Aharon and his sons advance, and they shall place them each in his post for bearing. And so they shall by no means go in to look suddenly upon the holy things and die. And Yahweh spoke to Moshe, saying, Take the sum of the children of Gidson, and these according to the houses of their lineage, according to their families. Take the number of them from five and twenty-five years old and upwards until the age of fifty, everyone that goes into minister to do his business in the tabernacle of witness. This is the public service of the family of Gedson, to minister and to bear. And they shall bear the skins of the tabernacle, and the tabernacle of witness, and its veil, and the blue cover that was on it, on it above, and the cover of the door of the tabernacle of witness. And all the curtains of the court which were upon the tabernacle of witness, and the appendages, and all the vessels of service that they minister with they with they shall attend to. According to the direction of Aharon and his sons shall be the ministry of the sons of Getson, and all their ministries, and all their works, and thou shalt take account of them by name, and all things borne by them. This is the service of the sons of Getson in the tabernacle of witness, and their charge by the hand of Ithamar, sons the son of Aharon the priest. The sons of Merari, according to their families, according to the houses of their lineage, take ye the number of them. Take the number of them from five and twenty-five years old and upwards until fifty years old, everyone that goes in to perform the services of the tabernacle of witness. And these are the charges of the things borne by them according to all their works in the tabernacle of witness. They shall bear the chapters of the tabernacle, and the bars, and its pillars, and its sockets, and the veil, and there shall be their sockets, and their pillars, and the curtain of the door of the tabernacle. And they shall bear the pillars of the court round about, and there, sh- and there shall be their sockets, and they shall bear the pillars of the veil of the door of the court, and their sockets, and their pins, and their cords, and all their furniture, and all their instruments of service. Take ye their number by name, and all the articles of the charge of the things borne by them. This is the ministration of the family of the sons of Merari, and all their works in the tabernacle of witness, by the hand of Ithamar, the son of Aharon, the priest. <clears throat> And Moshe and Aharon and the rulers of Israel took the number of the sons of Kohath according to their families, according to the houses of their lineage, from from five and twenty years old and upwards to the age of fifty years. Everyone that goes in to minister and do service in the tabernacle of witness. And the numbering of them according to their families was two thousand seven hundred and fifty. This is the numbering of the family of Kohath everyone that ministers in the tabernacle of witness, as Moshe and Aharon numbered them by the word of Yahuwah, by the hand of Moshe. And the sons of Getson were numbered according to their families, according to the house of their lineage, from five and twenty years old and upwards till fifty years old, everyone that goes in to minister and to do the services in the tabernacle of witness. And the numbering of them according to their families, according to the houses of their lineage, was two thousand six hundred and thirty. This is the numbering of the family of the sons of Getson, everyone who ministers in the tabernacle of witness, whom Moshe and Aharon numbered by the word of Yahuwah, by the hand of Moshe.
And also the family of the sons of Merari were numbered according to their divisions, according to the house of their fathers, from five and twenty years old and upward till fifty years old, everyone that goes in to minister in the services of the tabernacle of witness. And the numbering of them according to their families, according to the house of their lineage, was three thousand and two hundred. This is the numbering of the family of the sons of Merari, whom Moshe and Aharon numbered by the word of Yahuwah, by the hand of Moshe. All that were numbered, whom Moshe and Aharon and all the rulers of Israel numbered, namely the Levites, according to their families and according to the houses of their lineage, from five and twenty years old and upward till fifty years old, everyone that goes into the service of the works and the charge of the things that are carried in the tabernacle of witness, and they that were numbered were eight thousand five hundred and eighty. He reviewed them by the word of Yahuwah, by the hand of Moshe, appointing each man severally over their respective work and over their burdens, and they were numbered as Yahuwah commanded Moshe. <clears throat> Book of Numbers, chapter 5. And Yahuwah spoke to Moshe, saying, Charge the, charge the children of Israel, and let them send forth out of the camp every leper, and everyone who has an issue of the reins, and everyone who is unclean from a dead body, whether male or female, send them forth out of the camp, and they shall not defile their camps in which I dwell among them. And the children of Israel did so, and sent them out of the camp, as Yahuwah said to Moshe, so did the children of of Israel. And Yahweh spoke to Moshe, saying, Speak to the children of Israel, saying, Every man or woman who shall commit any sin that is common to man, or if that soul shall in any wise have neglected the commandment and transgressed, that person shall confess the sin which he has committed, and shall make satisfaction for his trespass. He shall pay the principal, and shall add to it the fifth part, and shall make restoration to him against whom he has trespassed. But if a man have no near kinsman, so as to make satisfaction for his trespass to him, the trespass offering paid to Yahuwah shall be for the priest, beside the ram of atonement, by which he shall make atonement with it for him. And every firstfruits and all the sanctified things among the children of Israel, whatsoever they shall offer to Yahuwah, shall be for the priest himself. And the hallowed things of every man shall be his, and whatever man shall give anything to the priest, the gift shall be his. And Yahuwah spoke to Moshe, saying, Speak to the children of Israel, and thou shalt say to them, Whosoever wife shall transgress against him, and slight and despise him, and supposing any one shall lie with her carnally, and the thing shall be hid from the eyes of her husband, and she should conceal it, and be herself defiled, and there be no witness with her, and she should not be taken, and there should come upon him a spirit of jealousy, and he should be jealous of his wife, and she be defiled, or there should be come upon him a spirit of jealousy, and he should be jealous of his wife, and she should not be defiled. Then shall the man bring his wife to the priest, and shall bring his gift for her, the tenth part of an ephah of barley meal. He shall not pour oil upon it, neither shall he put frankincense upon it, for it is a sacrifice of jealousy, a sacrifice of memorial, recalling sin to remembrance. And the priest shall bring her, and cause her to stand before Yahuwah. And the priest shall take pure running water in an earthen vessel, and he shall take of the dust that is on the floor of the tabernacle of witness. And the priest having taken it shall cast it into the water. And the priest shall cause the woman to stand before Yahuwah, and shall uncover the head of the woman, and shall put into her hands the sacrifice of memorial, the sacrifice of jealousy. And in the hand of the priest shall be the water of this conviction that brings the curse. And the priest shall adjure her, and shall say to the woman, if no one has lain with thee, and if thou hast not transgressed so as to be polluted, being under the power of thy husband, be free from this water of the conviction that causes the curse. But if being a married woman thou hast transgressed or been polluted, and anyone has lain with thee beside thy husband, 
Then the priest shall adjure the woman by the oaths of this curse, and the priest shall say to the woman, Yahuwah bring thee into a curse and under an oath in the midst of thy people, and that Yahuwah should cause thy thigh to rot and thy belly to swell. And this water bringing the curse shall enter into thy womb to cause thy belly to swell and thy thigh to rot, and the woman shall say, So be it. So be it. And by the way, just a quick note. <clears throat> a lot of you know that our Messiah Yahushua took upon us the curse, um, and this is actually specifically one of those curses, um, the the curse of the the whoring bride. And um, if you research the crucifixion, um, because of the just utter pain, you're actually your thighs would swell and your uh, your your thighs would rot and your bellies would, your belly would swell. Uh, that's just part of the part of the, just the, the process of being crucified. So, uh, just something to, to think about about some of the, just the pain that he went through for us. Verse 23, And the priest shall write these curses in a book and shall blot them out with the water of the conviction that brings the curse. And he shall cause the woman to drink the water of the conviction that brings the curse. And the water of the conviction that brings the curse shall enter into her. And the priest shall take from the hand of the woman the sacrifice of jealousy and shall present the sacrifice before Yahuwah and shall bring it to the altar. And the priest shall take a handful of the sacrifice as a memorial of it and shall offer it offer it up upon the altar. And afterward, he shall cause the woman to drink the water. And it shall come to pass, if she be defiled and have altogether escaped the notice of her husband, then the water of the conviction that brings the curse shall enter into her. And she shall swell in her belly and her thighs shall rot. And the woman shall be for a curse in the midst of the people. But if a woman have not been polluted and be clean, then shall she be guiltless and shall conceive seed. This is the Torah of jealousy, wherein a married woman should happen to transgress and be defiled, or in the case of a man on whomsoever the spirit of jealousy should come, and he should be jealous of his wife, and he should place his wife before Yahuwah, and the priest shall execute towards her all this Torah. Then the man shall be clear from sin, and that woman shall bear, shall bear her sin. Numbers chapter 6. <clears throat> and Yahweh spoke to Moshe, saying, Speak to the children of Israel, and thou shalt say to them, Whatsoever man or woman shall specially, yeah, specially vow a vow to separate oneself with purity to Yahuwah, he shall purely abstain from wine and strong drink, and he shall drink no vinegar of wine or vinegar of strong drink, and whatsoever is made of the grape he shall not drink, neither shall he eat fresh grapes or raisins all the days of his vow. He shall eat no one of all the things that come from the vine, wine from the grape stones, from the grape stones to the husk, all the days of his separation. A razor shall not come upon his head until the days be fulfilled which he vowed to Yahuwah. He shall be holy, cherishing the long hair of the head, all the days of his vow to Yahuwah. He shall not come nigh to any dead body, to his father or his mother, or to his brother or his sister. He shall not defile himself for them. When they have died, because the vow of Elohim is upon him and on his head. And by the way, this is the Nazarite vow. All the days of his vow he shall be holy to Yahuwah, and if anyone should die suddenly by him, immediately the head of his vow shall be defiled. He shall shave his head, and whatever day he shall be purified, on the seventh day he shall be shaved. And on the eighth day he shall bring two turtle doves, or two young pigeons, to the priest, to the door of the tabernacle of witness. And the priest shall offer one for a sin offering, and the other for a whole burnt offering. And the priest shall make atonement for him in the things wherein he sinned respecting to the dead body. And he shall sanctify his head in that day in which he was consecrated to Yahuwah all the days of his vow. And he shall bring a lamb of a year old for a trespass offering, and the former days shall not be reckoned because the head of his vow was polluted. And this is the Torah of him that has vowed. 
And whatever day he shall have fulfilled the days of his vow, he shall bring himself shall himself bring his gift to the doors of the tabernacle of witness, and he shall bring his gift to Yahuwah, one he lamb of a year old without blemish for a whole burnt offering, and one ewe lamb for a year old without blemish for a sin offering, and one ram without blemish for a peace offering, and a basket of unleavened bread of fine flour, even loaves of kneaded oil, and unleavened cakes anointed with oil, and their meat offering, and their drink offering. And the priest shall bring them before Yahuwah, and shall offer his sin offering, and his whole burnt offering, and he shall offer the ram as a sacrifice of peace offering to Yahuwah, with a basket of unleavened bread, and the priest shall offer for its meat offering and its drink offering. And he that has vowed shall ha- shall shave the head of his consecration by the doors of the tabernacle of witness, and shall put the hairs of the fire which is under the sacrifice of peace offering. And the priest shall take the sodden shoulder of the ram, and one unleavened loaf from the basket, and one unleavened cake, and shall put them on the hands of the votary after he has shaved off his holy hair. And the priest shall present them as an offering before Yahuwah. It shall be the holy portion for the priest beside the breast of the heave offering and beside the shoulder of the wave offering. And afterwards, the votary shall drink the wine. This is the Torah of the votary who shall have vowed to Yahuwah his gift to Yahuwah concerning his vow, beside what he may be able to afford according to the value of his vow, which he may have vowed according to the Torah of separation. Nazarite. And Yahuwah spoke to Moshe, saying, Speak to Aharon and to his sons, saying, Thus ye shall bless the children of Israel, saying to them, Yahuwah bless you and keep you. Yahuwah make his face shine upon you and be gracious or have mercy upon you. Yahuwah lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Shalom. And they shall put my name upon the children of Israel, and I, Yahuwah, will bless them. This is the priestly, the Aharonic blessing. You know, while we're here, we'll do it in Hebrew. Uh, it's Yevarechecha Yahuwah Veyishmerecha Yaer Yahuwah Panavelecha Vechuneka Yesa Yahuwah Panavelecha Veyasem Lecha Shalom Numbers chapter 7 <clears throat> Septuagint and it came to pass in the day in which Moshe finished the setting up of the tabernacle that he anointed it and consecrated it and all its furniture and the altar and all its furniture. He even anointed them and consecrated them. And the princes of Israel brought gifts, twelve princes of their father's houses. These were the heads of the tribes. These are they that presided over the numbering. And they brought their gift before Yahuwah, six covered wagons and twelve oxen, a wagon from two princes and a calf from each. And they brought them before the tabernacle. And Yahuwah spoke to Moshe, saying, Take of them, and they shall be for the works of the services of the tabernacle of witness. And thou shalt give them to the Levites, to each one according to his ministration. And Moshe took the wagons and the oxen and gave them to the Levites. And he gave two wagons and four oxen to the sons of Gershon, according to their ministration. And four wagons and eight oxen he gave to the sons of Merari, according to their ministrations, by Ithamar, the son of Aharon the priest. But to the sons of Kohath he gave them not, because they have the ministration of the sacred things. They shall bear them on their shoulders. And the rulers brought gifts for the dedication of the altar in the day in which he anointed it. And the rulers brought their gifts before the altar. And Yahweh said to Moshe, One chief each day they shall offer their gifts, a chief each day for the dedication of the altar. And he that offered his gift on the first day was Nason, the son of Amminadab, the prince of the tribe of Yehudah. And he brought his gift, one silver charger of a hundred and thirty shekels was its weight, 
one silver bowl of 70 shekels, according to the holy shekel, both full of fine flour kneaded with oil for a meat offering, one golden censer of 10 shekels full of incense, one calf of the herd, one ram, one he lamb of a year old for a whole burnt offering, and one kid of the goats for a sin offering, and for a sacrifice of peace offerings, two heifers, five rams, five he goats, five ewe lambs of a year old. This was the gift of Naasson, the son of Amminadab. <clears throat> On the second day, Nathaniel, the son of Sogar, the prince of the tribe of Issachar, brought his offering, and he brought his gift, one silver charger, its weight a hundred and thirty shekels, one silver bowl of seventy shekels, according to the holy shekel, both full of fine flour, kneaded with oil for a meat offering, one censer of ten golden shekels, full of incense, one calf of the herd, one ram, one he lamb of a, of a year old for a whole burnt offering, and one kid of the goats for a sin offering, and for a sacrifice, a peace offering, two heifers, five rams, five he goats, five ewe lambs of a year old. This was the gift of Nathaniel, the son of Sogar. On the third day, the prince of the sons of Zabulon, Eliab, the son of Chelon, he brought his gift. One silver charger, its weight 130 shekels, one silver bowl of 70 shekels, according to the holy shekel, both full of fine flour, kneaded with oil for a meat offering, one golden censer of 10 shekels, full of incense, one calf of the herd, one ram, one he lamb, of a year old for a whole burnt offering, and one kid of the goats for a sin offering, and for a sacrifice of peace offerings, two heifers, five rams, five he goats, five ewe lambs of a year old. This was the gift of Eliab, son of Chelon. On the fourth day, Elisha, the son of Sedur, the prince of the children of Reuben, he brought his gift, one silver charger, its weight a hundred and thirty shekels, one silver bowl of seventy shekels according to the holy shekel, both full of fine flour kneaded with oil for a meat offering, one golden censer of ten shekels full of incense, one calf of the herd, one ram, one he lamb of a year old for a whole burnt offering, and one kid of the one kid of the goats for a sin offering, and for a sacrifice of peace offerings, two heifers, five rams, five he-goats, five ewe-lambs of a year old. This was the gift of Elishur, the son of Sedur. On the fifth day, the prince of the children of Simeon, Salamiel, the son of Serushadai, he brought his gift, one silver charger, its weight, 130 shekels, one silver bowl of 70 shekels, according to the holy shekel, both full of fine flour, kneaded with oil for a meat offering. One golden censer of ten shekels, full of incense, one calf of the herd, one ram, one he lamb of a year old for a whole burnt offering, and one kid of the goats for a sin offering, and for a sacrifice of peace offerings, two heifers, five rams, five he goats, five ewe lambs of a year old. This was the gift of Salamiel, the son of Serushdai. On the sixth day, the prince of the sons of Gad, Elisaph, the son of Raguel, he brought his gift, one silver charger, its weight 130 shekels, one silver bowl of 70 shekels according to the holy shekel, both full of fine flour kneaded with oil for a meat offering, one golden censer of 10 shekels full of incense, one calf of the herd, one ram, one he lamb of a year old of, for a whole burnt offering, one kid of the goats for a sin offering, and for a sacrifice of peace offerings, two heifers, five rams, five he goats, five ewe lambs of a year old. This was the gift of Elisaph, the son of Raguel. On the seventh day, the prince of the sons of Ephraim, 
Elishama, the son of Emud, he brought his gift, one silver charger. Its weight was 130 shekels, one silver bowl of 70 shekels, according to the holy shekel, both full of fine flour kneaded with oil for a meat offering, one golden censer of 10 shekels, full of, full of incense, one calf of the herd, one ram, one he lamb of a year old for a whole burnt offering, and one kid of the goats for a sin offering, and for a sacrifice of peace offerings, two heifers, five rams, five he goats, five ewe lambs of a year old. This was the gift of Elishama, the sons of Emud. On the eighth day, the prince of the sons of Manasseh, Gamaliel, the sons of Fadashur, he brought his gift, one silver charger, its weight 130 shekels, one silver bowl of 70 shekels, according to the holy shekel, both full of fine flour, mingled with oil for a meat offering, one golden censer of 10 shekels, full of incense, one calf of the herd, one ram, one he lamb of a year old for a whole burnt offering, and one kid of the goats for a sin offering, and for a sacrifice of peace offerings, two heifers, five rams, five he goats, five ewe lambs of a year old. This was the gift of Gamaliel, the son of Fadashur. <clears throat> On the ninth day, the prince of the sons of Benjamin, Abidan, the son of Gadioni, he brought his gift. One silver charger, its weight 130 shekels, one silver bowl of 70 shekels, according to the holy shekel, both full of fine flour, mingled with oil for a meat offering, one golden censer of 10 shekels, full of incense, one calf of the herd, one ram, one he lamb of a year old for a whole burnt offering, and one kid of the goats for a sin offering, and for a sacrifice of peace offering, two heifers, five rams, five he goats, five ewe lambs of a year old. This was the gift of Abidan, the son of Gadioni. On the tenth day, the prince of the sons of Dan, Achiezer, the son of Amisadai, he brought his gift, one silver char charger, its weight 130 shekels, one silver bowl of 70 shekels, according to the holy shekel, both full of fine flour, kneaded with oil for a meat offering, one golden censer of 10 shekels, full of incense, one calf of the herd, one ram, one he lamb, of a year old for a whole burnt offering, and one kid of the goats for a sin offering, and for a sacrifice of peace offerings, two heifers, five rams, five he goats, five ewe lambs of a year old, this was the gift of Achiezer, the son of Amisadai. On the eleventh day, the prince of the sons of Asher, Fagil, the sons of Echron, or son of Echron, he brought his gift, one silver charger, its weight 130 shekels, one silver bowl of 70 shekels, according to the holy shekel, both of fine flour mingled with oil for a meat offering, one golden censer of 10 shekels full of incense, one calf of the herd, one ram, one he lamb of a year old for a whole burnt offering, and one kid of the goats for a sin offering, and for a sacrifice of peace offerings, two heifers, five rams, five he goats, five ewe lambs of a year old, this was the gift of Fagiel the son of Echron. On the twelfth day, the prince of the sons of Naphtali, Achier, son of Inan, he brought his gift, one silver charger, its weight 130 shekels, one silver bowl of 70 shekels, according to the holy shekel, both full of fine flour mingled with oil for a meat offering. One golden censer of ten shekels, full of incense, one calf of the herd, one ram, one he lamb of a year old, for a whole burnt offering, and one kid of the goats for a sin offering, and for a sacrifice of peace offering, two heifers, five rams, five he goats, five ewe lambs of a year old, this was the gift of Achier, the son of Anan. All right. This was the dedication of the altar in the day in which Moshe anointed it by the princes of the sons of Israel, 12 silver chargers, 12 silver bowls, 12 golden censers, each charger of 130 shekels, each bowl of 70 shekels. All the silver, all the silver of the vessels was 2,400 shekels, the shekel according to the holy shekel. 12 golden censers full of incense, all the gold of the shekels, 120 shekels. All the cattle for a whole burnt offerings, 12 calves, 12 rams, 12 he lambs of a year old, and their meat offerings, and their drink offerings, and 12 kid of the goats for, the, for sin offerings. All the cattle for a sacrifice of peace offering, 
24 heifers, 60 rams, 60 he goats of a year old, 60 ewe lambs of a year old without blemish. This is the dedication of the altar. After that, Moshe consecrated Aharon, and after he anointed him, when Moshe went to the tabernacle of witness to speak to Elohim, then he heard the voice of Yahuwah speaking to him from off the mercy seat, which is upon the ark of the testimony between the two cherubs, and he spoke to him. <clears throat> All right. Numbers chapter 8. And Yahuwah spoke to Moshe, saying, Speak to Aharon, and thou shalt say to him, Whenever thou shalt set the lamps in order, the seven lamps shall give light opposite the candlestick. And Aharon did so. On one side opposite the candlestick he lighted its lamps, as Yahuwah pointed Moshe. And this is the construction of the candlestick. It is solid, golden, its stem, and its lilies, all solid, according to the pattern which Yahuwah showed Moshe. So he made the candlestick. And Yahuwah spoke to Moshe, saying, Take the Levites out of the midst of the children of Israel, and thou shalt purify them, and thus shalt thou perform their purification. Thou shalt sprinkle them with water of purification, and a razor shall, shall come upon their whole, upon the whole of their body. They shall wash their garments, and shall be clean. And they shall take one calf of the herd and its meat offering, fine flour mingled with oil. And thou shalt take a calf of a year old of the herd for a sin offering. And thou shalt bring the Levites before the tabernacle of witness. And thou shalt assemble all the congregation of the sons of Israel. And thou shalt bring the Levites before Yahuwah. And the sons of Israel shall lay their hands upon the Levites. And Aharon shall separate the Levites for a gift before Yahuwah from the children of Israel. And, and they shall be prepared to perform the works of Yahuwah. And the Levites shall lay their hands on the heads of the calves, and thou shalt offer one for a sin offering, and thou shalt offer a whole burnt offering before Yahuwah to make an atonement for them. And thou shalt set the Levites before Yahuwah, and before Aharon, and before his sons, and thou shalt give them as a gift before Yahuwah, and thou shalt separate the Levites from the midst of the sons of Israel, and they shall be mine. And afterwards the Levites shall go in to perform the works of the tabernacle of witness, and thou shalt purify them, and present them before Yahuwah. For these are given to me for a present out of the midst of the children of Israel. I have taken them to myself instead of all the firstborn of the sons of Israel that opened the womb, that open every womb. For the firstborn among the children of Israel is mine, whether of man or beast, in the day in which I smote every firstborn in the land of Egypt, I sanctified them to myself. And I took the Levites in the place of every firstborn among the children of Israel, and I gave the Levites presented as gift as a gift to Aharon and his sons out of the midst of the children of Israel to do the service of the children of Israel in the tabernacle of witness, and to make atonement for the children of Israel. Thus there shall be none among the sons of Israel to draw nigh to the holy things. And Moshe and Aharon and all the congregation of the children of Israel did to the Levites as Yahuwah commanded Moshe concerning the Levites. So the sons of Israel did to them. So the Levites purified themselves and washed their garments, and Aharon presented them as a gift before Yahuwah. And Aharon made atonement for them to purify them. And afterwards the Levites went in to minister in their service in the tabernacle of witness before Aharon and before his sons, as Yahuwah appointed Moshe concerning the Levites, so they did to them. And Yahuwah spoke to Moshe, saying, this is the ordinance for the Levites. From five and twenty years old and upward, they shall go into minister in the tabernacle of witness. And from, and from fifty years old, the Levite shall cease from the ministry and shall not work any longer. And his brother shall serve in the tabernacle of witness to keep charges, but he shall not do works. So shall that do to the Levites in their charges. Book of Numbers, chapter 9, Septuagint Version. And Yahuwah spoke to Moshe in the wilderness of Sinai in the second year after they had gone forth from the land of Egypt in the first month, saying, 
Speak and let the children of Israel keep the Passover in its season. On the fourteenth day of the first month at even, thou shalt keep it in its season, and thou shalt keep it according to its Torah, according to its ordinance. And, and Moshe ordered the children of Israel to sacrifice the Passover. On the fourteenth day of the first month in the wilderness of Sinai, as Yahuwah appointed Moshe, so the children of Israel did. And there came men who were unclean by reason of a dead body, and they were not able to keep the Passover on that day. And they came before Moshe and Aharon on that day. And those men said to Moshe, We are unclean by reason of the dead body of a man. Shall we therefore fail to offer the gift to Yahuwah in its season in the midst of the children of Israel? And Moshe said to them, Stand there, and I will hear what, what charge Yahuwah will give concerning you. And Yahuwah spoke to Moshe, saying, Speak to the children of Israel, saying, Whatever man shall be unclean by reason of a dead body, or on a journey far off among you, or among your posterity, he shall then keep the Passover to Yahuwah in the second month, on the fourteenth day. In the evening they shall offer it, with unleavened bread and bitter herbs shall they eat it. They shall not leave of it until the morrow, and they shall not break a bone of it. They shall sacrifice it according to the ordinance of the Passover. And whatsoever man shall be clean and is not far off on a journey, and shall fail to keep the Passover, that soul shall be cut off from his people, because he has not offered the gift to Yahuwah in its season, that man shall bear his iniquity. And if it shall come to you a stranger in your land, and shall keep the Passover to Yahuwah, he shall keep it according to the Torah of the Passover, and according to its ordinance. There shall be one Torah for you, both for the stranger and for the native of the land. <clears throat> And in the day in which the tabernacle was pitched, the cloud covered the tabernacle, the place of the testimony. And in the evening, there was upon the tabernacle as the appearance of fire till the morning. So it was continually, and the cloud covered by day, and the appearance of fire by night. And when the cloud went up from the tabernacle, then after that the children of Israel departed. And in whatever place the cloud rested, there the children of Israel encamped. The children of Israel shall encamp by the command of Yahuwah, and by the command of Yahuwah they shall remove. All the days in which the cloud overshadows the tabernacle, the children of Israel shall encamp. And whenever the cloud shall be drawn over the tabernacle for many days, then the children of Israel shall keep, keep the charge of Elohim, and they shall not remove. And it shall be, whenever the cloud overshadows the tabernacle, a number of days they shall encamp by the word of Yahuwah, and shall remove by the command of, of Yahuwah. And it shall come to pass, whenever the cloud shall remain from evening till the morning, and in the morning the cloud shall go up, then shall they remove by day or by night. When the cloud continues, a full month overshadowing the tabernacle, the children of Israel shall encamp and shall not depart. For they shall depart by the command of Yahuwah. They kept the charge of Yahuwah by the command of Yahuwah by the hand of Moshe. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. <clears throat> Numbers chapter 10. Actually, give me a second. Numbers chapter 10, Septuagint. And Yahuwah spoke to Moshe, saying, Make to thyself two silver trumpets, and thou shalt make them of beaten work, and they shall be to thee for a purpose of calling the assembly, and of removing the camps. And thou shalt sound with them, and all the congregation shall be gathered to the door of the tabernacle of witness. And they shall sound with one, all the rulers, even the princes of Israel, shall come to thee. And ye shall sound an alarm, and the camps, shall, and the camps pitch, pitched eastward shall begin to move. And ye shall sound a second alarm, and the camps pitched southward shall move. And ye shall sound a third alarm, and the camps pitched westward shall move forward. And ye shall sound a fourth alarm, and they that encamp toward the north shall move forward. And they shall sound an alarm at their departure, 
And whenever ye shall gather the assembly, ye shall sound, but not an alarm. And the priests, the sons of Aharon, shall sound with the trumpets, and it shall be a perpetual ordinance for you throughout your generations. And if ye shall go forth to war in your land against your enemies that are opposite you, then shall ye sound with trumpets, and ye shall be had in remembrance before Yahuwah, and ye shall be saved from your enemies. And in the days of your gladness, and in your feasts, and in your new moons, ye shall sound with the trumpets at your whole burnt offerings, and at the sacrifices of your peace offerings. And there shall be a memorial for you before Yahuwah, before your Elohim. I am Yahuwah, your Elohim. And it came to pass in the second year, in the second month, on the twentieth day of the month, the cloud went up from the tabernacle of witness. And the children of Israel set forward with their baggage in the wilderness of Sinai, and the cloud rested in the wilderness of Paran. And the first rank departed by the word of Yahuwah, by the hand of Moshe. <clears throat> and they set, and they first set in motion the order of the camp of the children of Yehudah with their host. And over their host was Naasan, the son of Amminadab. And over the host of the tribe of the sons of Issachar was Nathaniel, son of Sogar. And over the host of the tribe of Zabulon was Eliab, son of Chelon. And they shall take down the tabernacle, and the sons of Gitson shall set forward, the sons of Merari, who bear the tabernacle. And the order of the camp of Reuben set forward with their host, and over their host was Elishur, the son of Sidur. And over the host of the tribe of the sons of Simeon was Salamiel, the son of Shurushadai. And over the host of the tribe of the children of Gad was Elishaph, the son of Raguel. And the sons of Kohath shall set forward, bearing the holy things. And the others shall set up the tabernacle until they arrive. And the order of the camp of Ephraim shall set forward with their forces. And over their forces was Elishamah, the son of Semiud. And over the forces of the tribe of the sons of Manasseh were Gamaliel, the son of Phadasur. And over the forces of the tribe of the children of Benjamin was Abidan, the son of Gadioni. And the order of the camp of the sons of Dan shall set forward, with the, set forward the last of all the camps with their forces. And over their forces was Achiezer, the son of Amisadai. And over the forces of the tribes of the sons of Asher was Fagiel, the son of Echron. And over the forces of the tribes of the sons of Naphtali was Achier, the sons of Enan. These are the armies of the children of Israel, and they set forward with their forces. And Moshe said to Obab, the son of Raguel, the Madianite, the father-in-law of Moshe, We are going forward to the place concerning which Yahuwah said, This will I give you. Come with us, and we will do thee good. For Yahuwah has spoken good concerning Israel. And he said to him, I will not go, but I will go to my land and to my kindred. And he said, Leave us not, because thou hast been with us in the wilderness, and thou shalt be an elder among us. And it shall come to pass, if thou, wilt, if thou wilt go with us, it shall even come to pass that in whatsoever things Yahuwah shall do us good, we will also do thee good. And they departed from the mount of Yahuwah a three days journey, and the ark of the covenant of Yahuwah went present before them a three days journey to provide rest for them. And it came to pass, when the ark set forward, that Moshe said, Arise, O Yahuwah, and let thine enemies be scattered. Let all that hate thee flee. And in, rest, and in the resting he said, Turn again, O Yahuwah, the thousands and tens of thousands in Israel, and the cloud overshadowed them by day when they departed from the camp. And actually, excuse me, I noticed something new here that I've never seen, and I want to just take a quick note. Praise Yah. <clears throat> All right, praise y'all. All right, number, sorry about that. Numbers chapter 11. Here we go. 
And the people murmured sinfully before Yahuwah. And Yahuwah heard them and was very angry. And fire was kindled among them from Yahuwah and devoured a part of the camp. And the people cried to Moshe, and Moshe prayed to Yahuwah, and the fire was quenched. And the name of that place was called Burning, for a fire was kindled among them from Yahuwah. And the mixed multitude among them lusted exceedingly. And they and the children of Israel sat down and wept and said, Who shall give us flesh to eat? We remember the fish which we ate in Egypt freely, and the cucumbers, and the melons, and the leeks, and the garlic, and the onions. But now our soul is dried up. Our eyes turn to nothing but to the manna. And the manna, the manna is as coriander seed, and the appearance of the appearance as and the appearance of it, the appearance of hoarfrost. You know, like frost in the ground. And the people went through the field and gathered and ground it in the mill or pounded it in mortar and baked it in a pan and made cakes of it. And the sweetness of it was as a taste of a wafer made with oil. And when the dew came upon the camp by night, the manna came down upon it. And Moshe heard them weeping by their families, every one in his door. And Yahuwah was very angry. And the thing was evil in the sight of Moshe. And Moshe said to Yahuwah, Why hast thou afflicted thy servant? And why have I not found grace in thy sight? that thou shouldst lay the weight of this people upon me. Have I conceived all this people? Or have I borne them, that thou sayest to me, Take them into thy bosom, as a nurse would take her suckling into the land which thou swearest to their fathers? Whence have I flesh to give all this people? For they weep to me, saying, Give us flesh, that we may eat. I shall not be able to bear this people alone, for this thing is too heavy for me. And if thou dost, and if thou dost this to me, slay me utterly. For if I have found favor with thee, that I may not see my affliction. And Yahweh said to Moshe, Gather me seventy men from the elders of Israel, whom thou, whom thou thyself knowest that they are the elders of the people, and their scribes, and thou shalt bring them to the tabernacle of witness, and they shall stand there with thee, and I will go down and speak there with thee, and I will take of the spirit that is upon you, and will put it upon them. And they shall bear together with you the burden of the people, and thou shalt not bear them alone. And to the people shalt thou shalt say, Purify yourselves for the morrow, and ye shall eat flesh. For you wept before Yahuwah, saying, Who shall give us flesh to eat? For it was well with us in Egypt, and Yahuwah shall allow you to eat flesh, and ye shall eat flesh. Ye shall not eat one day, nor two days, nor five days, nor ten days, nor twenty days. Ye shall eat for a full month, until the flesh come out at your nostrils, and it shall be a nausea to you, because ye disobeyed Yahuwah, who was among you, and wept before him, saying, What had we to do to come out of Egypt? And Moshe said, The people among who I am, who I am are six hundred thousand footmen. And thou saidest, I will give them flesh to eat, and they shall eat a whole month. Shall sheep and oxen be slain for them? And shall it suffice them? Or shall all the fish of the sea be gathered together for them? And shall it suffice them? And Yahweh said to Moshe, Shall not the hand of Yahweh be fully sufficient? Now shalt thou know whether my word shall come to pass or not. And Moshe went out and spoke the words of, of Yahuwah to the people, and he gathered seventy men of the elders of the people, and he set them round about the tabernacle. And Yahuwah came down in a cloud and spoke to him, and took of the spirit that was upon him, and put it upon the seventy men that were elders. When the spirit rested upon them, and they prophesied, and seized, and there were two men left in the camp, the name of the one was Eldad, and the name of the other was Modad. And the spirit rested upon them, and these were of the number of them that were enrolled. But they did not come to the tabernacle, and they prophesied in the camp. And a young man ran and told Moshe and said, and spoke, saying, Eldad and Modad prophesy in the camp. And Yahusha the son of Nun, who attended Moshe, the chosen one, said, My lord, Moshe, forbid them. And Moshe said to him, Art thou jealous on my account? And would that all Yahuwah's people were prophets. 
Whenever Yahweh shall put his spirit upon them, and Moshe departed into the camp, himself and the elders of Israel. And there went forth a wind from Yahweh, and brought quails over from the sea, and it brought them down upon the camp a day's journey on this side, and a day's journey on that side, round about the camp, as it were two cubits from the earth. And the people rose up all the day, and all the night, and all the next day, and gathered quails. He that gathered least gathered ten measures, and they refreshed themselves round about the camp. The flesh was yet between their teeth before it failed, when Yahweh was wroth of the people, and Yahweh smote the people with a very great, great plague. And the name of that place was called the Graves of Lust, for there they buried the people that lusted. The people departed the people departed from the graves of lust to Asheroth, and the people halted at Asheroth. And actually I want to take one more note. Wow, this is great. This is some good stuff. We'll go over the Torah portions coming back up again. <clears throat> All right, uh, Numbers chapter 12. And Miriam and Aharon spoke against Moshe because of the Ethiopian woman whom Moshe took, for he had taken an Ethiopian woman. And they said, Has Yahweh spoken to Moshe only? Has he not also spoken to us? And Yahweh heard it. And the man Moshe was very meek beyond all the men that were upon the earth. And Yahweh said immediately to Moshe and Aharon and to Miriam, Come forth, all three of you, to the tabernacle of witness. And the three came forth to the tabernacle of witness, and Yahweh descended in a pillar of a cloud and stood at the door of the tabernacle of witness. And Aharon and Miriam were called, and both came forth, and he said to them, Hear my words. If there should be of you a prophet to Yahweh, I will be made, I will be made known to him in a vision, and in sleep will I speak to him. My servant Moshe is not so. He is faithful in all my house. I will speak to him mouth to mouth, apparently, and not in dark speeches. He has seen the glory of Yahuwah, and why were you not afraid to speak against my servant Moshe? And the great anger of Yahuwah was upon them, and he departed. And the cloud departed from the tabernacle, and behold, Miriam was leprous, white as snow. And Aharon looked upon Miriam, and behold, she was leprous. And Aharon said to Moshe, I beseech thee, my lord, do not lay sin upon us, for we were ignorant wherein we sinned. Let her not be as it were like death, as an abortion coming out of his mother's womb. Well, that's interesting. As an abortion coming out of his mother's womb. That's different. When the disease devours half the flesh. And Moshe cried to Yahuwah, saying, O Elohim, I beseech thee, heal her. And Yahuwah said to Moshe, If her father had only spit in her face, would she not be ashamed seven days? Let her be, let her be set apart seven days without the camp, and afterward she shall come in. And Miriam was separated without the camp seven days, and the people moved not forward till Miriam was cleansed. And afterwards the people set forth from Asaroth and encamped in the wilderness of Paran. Numbers chapter 13. <clears throat> and Yahweh spoke to Moshe, saying, Send for thee men, and let them spy the land of the Canaanites, which I will give to the sons of Israel for a possession, one man for a tribe. Thou shalt send them away according to their families, every one of them a prince. And Moshe sent them out of the wilderness of Paran by the word of Yahuwah. All these were the princes of the sons of Israel, and these are their armies. I'm sorry, these are the names of the tribe of Reuben, Samuel, the son of Zakur, of the tribe of Simeon, Shaphat, the son of Surai, of the tribe of Yehudah, Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, of the tribe of Issachar, Ilal, the son of Yosef, of the tribe of Ephraim, Aus, the son of Nun, now Nun, 
of the tribe of Benjamin, Paltai, the son of Raphu, of the tribe of Zabulon, Gudiel, the son of Sudai, of the tribe of Yosef, the sons of Manasseh, Gadai, the son of Susai, of the tribe of Dan, Amiel, the son of Gam Gamali, of the tribe of Asher, Sathur, the son of Michael, Mikael, of the tribe of Naphtali, Nabi, the son of Sabi, of the tribe of Gad, Gudiel, the son of Maki. These are the names of the men whom Moshe sent out to spy the land, and Moshe called also the son of Nun, called uh, Husha, yeah, Husha, the son of Nun, yeah, 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 sorry, Yahusha, Joshua. And Moshe sent them out to spy the land of Canaan, and he said to them, Go up by this wilderness, and ye shall go up to the mountain, and ye shall see the land, what it is, and the people that dwells in it, on it, whether it is strong or weak, or whether they are few or many, and what the land is on which they dwell, whether it is good or bad, and what the cities are wherein these dwell, whether they dwell in walled cities or unwalled, and what... And what the land is, whether rich or poor, whether there are trees in it or no, and ye shall preserve and take of the fruits of the land. And the days were the days of the spring, the forerunners of the grape. And they went up and surveyed the land from the wilderness of Sin to Rehob, as men go into Emath. And they went up by the wilderness and departed as far as Hebron. And there was Achimon and Sisai and Thalamai, the progeny of Enoch. Now Hebron was built seven years before Tanin in Egypt. And they came to the valley of the cluster and surveyed it. And they cut down thence a bow and one cluster of grapes upon it and bore it on staves. They took of the pomegranates and the figs and they, called that, and they called that place the valley of the cluster because of the cluster which the children of Israel cut down from thence. And they returned from thence, having surveyed the land after forty days. And they proceeded and came to Moshe and Aharon and all the congregation of the children of Israel to the wilderness of Paran, Cadiz. And they brought word to them and all the congregation, and they showed the fruit of the land. And they reported to him and said, We came into the land into which thou sentest us, a land flowing with milk and honey. And this is the fruit of it. Only the nation that dwells upon it is bold, and they have a very great and strong walled towns. And we saw there the children of Anak, the Anakim. And Amalek dwells in the land toward the south, and the Hittite, and the Nevite, and the Jebusite, and the Amorite dwells in the hill country, and the Canaanite dwells by the sea and by the river Jordan. And Caleb stayed the people from speaking before Moshe and said to him, Nay, but we will go up by all means and will inherit it, for we shall surely prevail against them. By the men that went up together with him and said, We will not go up, for we shall not by any means be able to go up against the nation, for it is much stronger than we. And they brought a horror of that land which they surveyed upon the children of Israel, saying, The land which we passed by to survey it, it is a land that eats up its, its inhabitants, and all the people whom we saw in it are men of extraordinary stature, and there we saw the giants, and we were before them as locusts, yet even so we were before them. Numbers chapter 14. And all the congregation lifted up their voice and cried, and the people wept all that night. And all the children of Israel murmured against Moshe and Aharon, and all the congregation said to them, What if we had died in the land of Egypt or in this wilderness? What that we had died? And why does Yahweh bring us into this land to fall in war? Our wives and our children shall be for a prey. Now then, it is better to it is better to return to Egypt. And they said one to another, Let us make a ruler and return into Egypt. And Moshe and Aharon fell upon their faces before all the congregation of the children of Israel. But Yahusha, the son of Nun, and Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, of the number of them that spied out the land, rent their garments and spoke to all the congregation of the children of Israel, saying, The land which we surveyed is indeed extremely good. If Yahweh choose us... 
He will bring us into this land and give it to us, a land which flows with milk and honey. Only depart not from Yahuwah, and fear ye not the people of the land, for they are meat for us. For the season of prosperity is departed from them, but Yahuwah is among us. Fear them not. And all the congregation bade stone them with stones, and the glory of Yahuwah appeared in the cloud of the tabernacle of witness to all the, ch- the children of Israel. And Yahuwah said to Moshe, How long does this people provoke me? And how long do they refuse to believe me? For all the signs which I have wrought among them, I will smite them with death and destroy them. I will make of thee and of thy father's house a great nation, and much greater than this. And Moshe said to Yahuwah, So Egypt shall hear, for thou hast brought up this people from them by night. Moreover, all the dwellers upon this land have heard that thou art Yahuwah in the midst of this people, who, O Yahuwah, art seen by them face to face, and thy cloud rests upon them. And thou goest forth before them by, by day in a pillar of cloud, and by night in a pillar of fire. And thou shalt destroy this nation as one man. Then all the nations that have heard thy name shall speak, saying, because Yahweh could not bring his people into the land which he swore to them, because he has overthrown him in the wilderness. And now, O Yahweh, let thy strength be exalted, as thou, say, thou speakest, saying, Yahweh is long-suffering and merciful and true in removing transgressions and iniquities and sins, and he will by no means clear the guilty, visiting the sins of the fathers upon the children to the third and fourth generation. Forgive this people their sin according to thy great mercy, as thou wast favorable to them from Egypt until now. This is awesome. This is just why Yahuwah spoke to Moshe, right? This is why Yahuwah chose Moshe. And Yahuwah said to Moshe, I am gracious to them according to thy word. But as I live, and my name is living, so the glory of Yahuwah shall fill all the earth. For all the men who see my glory and the signs which I wrought in Egypt and in the wilderness, and have tempted me this tenth time, and have not hearkened to my voice, surely they shall not see the land which I swear to their fathers. But their children, which are with me here, as many as know not good or evil, every inexperienced youth, to them will I give the land. But none who have provoked me shall see it but my servant Caleb, because there was another spirit in him. He followed me. I will bring him into the land into which he entered, and his seed shall inherit it. But Amalek and the Canaanite dwell in the valley. Tomorrow turn and depart for the wilderness by the way of the Red Sea. And Yahweh spoke to Moshe and Aharon, saying, How long shall I endure this wicked generation? I have heard their murmurings against me, even the murmuring of the children of Israel, which they have murmured concerning you. Say to them, As I live, saith Yahuwah, surely as ye spoke into my ears, so will I do to you. Your carcasses shall fall in this wilderness, and all those of you that were reviewed, and those of you that were numbered from twenty years old and upward, all that murmured against me, ye shall not enter into the land for which I stretched out my hand to establish you upon it, except only Caleb the son of Yephunneh and Yahusha the son of Nun. And your little ones, who you said should be a prey, them will I bring into the land, and they shall inherit it, which ye rejected. And your carcasses shall fall in this wilderness, and your sons shall be fed in the wilderness forty years, and they shall bear your fornication until your carcasses be consumed in the wilderness, according to the number of the days during which ye spy the land, forty days, a year for a, a day for a year, ye shall bear your sins forty years, and ye shall know my fierce anger. I, Yahweh, have spoken. Surely will I do thus to this evil generation that has risen up together against me in this wilderness. They shall be utterly consumed, and there they shall die. And the men whom Moshe sent to spy out the land, and who came in and murmured against it to the assembly, so as to bring out evil words concerning the land, the men that spoke evil reports against the land even died of the plague before Yahuwah. 
And Yahusha the son of Nun and Caleb the son of Yephunneh still lived of those men that went to spy out the land. And Moshe spoke these words to all the children of Yisrael, and the people mourned exceedingly. <clears throat> and they rose early in the morning and went up to the top of the mountain, saying, Behold, we that are here will go up to the place which Yahuwah has spoken, because we have sinned. And Moshe said, Why do ye transgress the word of Yahuwah? Ye shall not prosper, go not up, for Yahuwah is not with you. So shall you fall before the face of your enemies, for Amalek and the Canaanite are there before you. And ye shall fall by the sword, because ye have disobeyed Yahuwah and turned aside. And Yahuwah will not be among you. And having forced their passage, they went up to the top of the mountain. But the Ark of the Covenant and, Yah and Yahuwah and Moshe stirred not out of the camp. And Amalek and the Canaanite that dwelt in that mountain came down and routed them and destroyed them unto Hermon. And they returned to the camp. Big chapter. Big chapter. Actually, the next two are big ones. I have this whole the whole book is. Numbers chapter 15, And Yahuwah spoke to Moshe, saying, Speak to the children of Yisrael, and thou shalt say to them, When ye are come into the land of your habitation, which I give to you, thou wilt offer whole burnt offerings to Yahuwah, a whole burnt offering, or a meat offering to perform a vow, or a freewill offering, or to offer in your feast a sacrifice of sweet savor to Yahuwah, whether of the herd, whether of the herd or the flock. Then he that offers his gift to Yahuwah shall bring a meat offering, a fine flour, a tenth part of an ephah mingled with oil, even with a fourth part of a hin. And for a drink offering, ye shall offer the fourth part of a hin on the whole burnt offering or on the meat offering. For every lamb thou shalt offer so much as a sacrifice, a sweet, a smell of sweet savor to Yahuwah. And for a ram, when ye offer it as a whole burnt offering or as a sacrifice, thou shalt prepare as a meat offering two tenths of fine flour mingled with oil, the third part of a hen, and ye shall offer for a smell of sweet savor to Yahuwah wine for a drink offering, the third part of a hen. And if ye sacrifice a bullock from the herd for a whole burnt offering, or for a sacrifice to perform a vow or a peace offering to Yahuwah, then the worshiper shall offer upon the calf a meat offering, three-tenth deals of fine flour mingled with oil, even the half of a hen, and wine for a drink offering the half of a hen, a sacrifice for a smell of sweet savor to Yahuwah. Thus shalt thou do to one calf or to one ram, or to one lamb of the sheep or of the kid of the goats, according to the number of what ye shall offer, so shall ye do to each according to their number. Every native of the country shall do, and thus to offer such things as sacrifices a sweet smell of savor to Yahuwah. And if there should be a stranger among you in your land, or one who shall be born among you in your generations, and he will offer a sacrifice, a smell of sweet savor to Yahuwah, as ye do, so the whole congregation shall offer to Yahuwah. This is what I wish that every believer would understand. There shall be one Torah for you and for the strangers abiding among you, a perpetual Torah for your generations, as ye are. So shall the stranger be before Yahuwah. There shall be one Torah and one ordinance for you and for the stranger that abides among you. And Yahuwah spoke to Moshe, saying, Speak to the sons of Israel, and thou shalt say to them, When ye are entering into the land in which I bring you, then it shall come to pass, when ye shall eat of the bread of the land, ye shall separate a wave offering, a special offering to Yahuwah, the first fruits of your dough. Ye shall offer your bread a heave offering, as a heave offering from the threshing floor, so shall ye separate it, even the first fruits of your dough, and ye shall give Yahuwah a heave offering throughout your generations. But whensoever ye shall transgress and not perform all these commands, 
which Yahweh spoke to Moshe, but as Yahweh appointed you by the hand of Moshe from the day which Yahweh appointed you and forward throughout your generations, then it shall come to pass, if a trespass be committed unwillingly, unknown to the congregation, then shall all the congregation offer a calf of the herd without blemish for a whole burnt offering of sweet savor to Yahweh and its meat offering and its drink offering according to the ordinance and one kid of the goats for a sin offering and the priest shall make atonement for all the congregation of the children of Israel. The trespass shall be forgiven them because it is involuntary and they have brought their gift, a burnt offering to Yahweh for their, tresp for their trespass before Yahweh, even for their involuntary sins. And it shall be forgiven as respects all the congregation of the children of Israel, and the stranger that is abiding among you, because it is involuntary to all the people. And if one soul unwillingly, and if one soul sin unwillingly, he shall bring one she goat of a year old for a sin offering, and the priest shall make atonement for the soul that committed the trespass unwillingly, and that sinned unwillingly before Yahuwah to make atonement for him. There shall be one Torah for the native among the children of Israel and for the stranger that abides among them, whosoever shall commit trespass, a trespass unwillingly. <clears throat> and whatever soul, either of the natives or of the strangers, shall do anything with a presumptuous hand, he will provoke Elohim. That soul shall be cut off from his people, for he has set at naught the word of Yahuwah and broken his commands. That soul shall be utterly destroyed. His sin is upon him. And the children of Israel were in the wilderness, and they found a man gathering sticks on the Sabbath day. And they who found him gathering sticks on the Sabbath day brought him to Moshe and Aharon and to all the and to all the congregation of the children of Israel. And they placed him in custody, for they did not determine what they should do to him. And Yahweh spoke to Moshe, saying, Let the man be by all means put to death. Do ye all the congregation stone him with stones? And all the congregation brought him forth out of the camp, and all the congregation stoned him with stones outside the camp, as Yahuwah commanded Moshe. Here's a big one for all you out there. If this is if you're new, this is for you. And Yahuwah spoke to Moshe, saying, Speak to the children of Israel, and thou shalt tell them, and let them make for themselves fringes, also known as zitzit. Make for themselves fringes upon the borders of their garments throughout their generations, and ye shall put upon the fringes of the border a lace of blue, and it shall be in your fringes, and ye shall look on them, and ye shall remember all the commands of Yahuwah, and do them, and ye shall not turn back after your imaginations, after the sight of your eyes, and the things after which ye go whoring, that ye may remember and perform all my commands, and ye shall be holy unto your Elohim. I am Yahuwah, your Elohim, that brought you out of the land of Egypt to be your Elohim. I am Yahuwah. Your Elohim, and um, if you're new, it's these little fringes that they call tassels, fringes, seed seat, and you'll notice they are for um, all the children. It's not just for men. Some people think it's just for men, uh, but it's for actually all the children um, of the Most High that believe and keep His commandments, and um, it's a blessing to wear. And as it says, it's supposed to remind you to stay on His path and stay on His way and not go your own way. So, if you aren't wearing any yet, consider it. It is part of Torah, and it's something that we can keep. <clears throat> you know, as we go through this, you know, like, you know, there's like all these sacrifices and all these offerings, and you're like, okay, well, we know that Messiah Yahushua was off. So, when we go, you know, with all that stuff, we 
don't need to do, you know, because Messiah Yahusha is our offering, but we we offer our offerings in a different way, in our praise, in our prayers. They're offered as incense before him, uh, doing well to one another. This is a well-pleasing sacrifice. Um, a pure and a contrite heart is a uh, is something that he'll never despise, and you know, all these different things. So, But when we do go through, the, go through the Torah and we find things that we can do, something like this, you're just like, how can we look at it and be like, eh, eh. So if you aren't wearing any tassels or fringes or tzitzit yet, consider it, please. Now notice, right after this commandment, next chapter, this is the rebellion of Korah. He's like, yeah, okay, we're done. This is enough, right? Numbers chapter 16, And Korah, the son of Isar, the son of Kohath, the son of Levi, and Dathan, and Abiron, the sons of Eliab, and Un, the son of Paleth, the son of Reuben, spoke, and rose up before Moshe, and 250 men of the sons of Israel, chiefs of the assembly, chosen counselors, and men of renown, they rose up against Moshe and Aharon and said, Let it be enough for you that all the congregation are holy, right? He's like, everybody's holy, like, you know. Anyways, and Yahuwah is among them. And why do you set yourselves up against the congregation of Yahuwah? And when Moshe heard it, he fell on his face. And he spoke to Korah and all his assembly, saying, Elohim has visited and known those that are his and whose are holy, and has brought them to himself. And whom has he chosen for himself? He has brought to himself. This do ye, take yourselves censers, Korah, and all his company, and put fire on them, and put incense on them before Yahuwah tomorrow. And it shall come to pass that the man whom Yahuwah has chosen, he shall be holy. Let it be enough for you, ye sons of Levi. And Moshe said to Korah, Hearken to me, ye sons of Levi. Is it a little thing for you that, you that the Elohim of Israel, Israel, has separated you from the congregation of Israel and brought you near to himself to minister in the services of the tabernacle of Yahuwah and to stand before the tabernacle to minister for them? And he has brought you near and all thy brethren, the sons of Levi, with thee. And do ye seek the, to be priests also? Thus it is with thee and all thy congregation, which is gathered against Elohim. And who is Aharon that you murmur against him? And Moshe sent Dathan and Abiram, the sons of Eliab, and they said, We will not go up. Is it a little thing that you hast brought us up to a land flowing with milk and honey to kill us in the wilderness, and that thou altogether rule over us? Thou art a prince, and hast brought us into a land flowing with milk and honey, and hast thou given us an inheritance of land and vineyards? Wouldst thou have put out the eyes of those men? We will not go up. And Moshe was exceedingly indignant and said to Yahuwah, do thou take no heed to their sacrifice. I have not taken away the desire of any one of them, neither have I hurt any one of them. And Moshe said to Korah, Sanctify the company and be ready before Yahuwah, you and Aharon and they tomorrow. And each man take his censer and shall put incense upon them, and shall bring each one his censer before Yahuwah, 250 censers, and you and Aharon shall bring his, each his censer. And each man took a censer, and they put fire on them, and laid incense on them. And Moshe and Aharon stood by the doors of the tabernacle of witness. And Korah raised up against them all his company by the door of the tabernacle of witness. And the glory of Yahuwah appeared to all the congregation. And Yahuwah spoke to Moshe and Aharon, saying, Separate yourselves from the midst of the congregation, and I'll consume them at once. And they fell on their faces and said, O oh, Elohim, the Elohim of the spirits and all flesh, if one man has sinned, shall the, whole, the wrath of Yahweh be upon the whole congregation? And Yahweh spoke to Moshe, saying, Speak to the congregation, saying, Depart from the company of Korah round about. And Moshe rose up and went to Dathan and Abiram and all the elders of Israel with him. And he spoke to the congregation, saying, Separate yourselves from the tents of those stubborn men, and touch nothing that belongs to them, lest ye be consumed with them in all their sin. 
And they stood aloof from the tent of Korah round about. And Datham and Abiram went forth and stood by the doors of their tents, and their wives and their children and their store. And Moshe said, Hereby shall you know that Yahuwah has sent me to perform all these works, that I have not done them of myself. If these men shall die according to the death of all men, if also their visitation shall be according to the visitation of all men, then Yahuwah has not sent me. But if Yahuwah shall show by a wonder, and the earth shall open her mouth and swallow them up, and their houses and their tents and all that belongs to them, and they all shall go down alive into Hades, then ye shall know that these men have provoked Yahuwah. And when he sees speaking all these words, the ground clave asunder beneath them, and the ground opened and swallowed them up, and their houses, and all men that were with Korah, and their cattle. And they went down, all that they had, alive into Hades, and the ground covered them, and they perished from the midst of the congregation. And all Israel round about them fled from the sound, for them, uh, sound of them, for they said, Lest the earth swallow us up also. And a fire went forth from Yahuwah and devoured the 250 men that offered incense. Whew. Rebellion is tough. What is uh, what does this First Samuel uh, fifteen something say? It says uh, sin, uh, pro, um, stubbornness is as the sin of stubbornness is as the sin of witchcraft. And oh my goodness, oh my goodness. Hold on. All right, hold on. I know this is supposed to be just a reading, but hold on, hold on one second. <laughs> now that I said something. All right. Oh, yeah. Okay. I was close. So this just reminds me of, of Korah. It says, For rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft, and stubbornness is as iniquity and idolatry, because thou hast rejected the word of Yahuwah, he has rejected you from being king. So um, this is specifically for Saul, but um, I really see that uh, here in the um, uprising of Korah against Yahuwah's chosen leadership. Like, we don't need leaders. We will lead ourselves, you know. All right, chapter 17. We're going to read 17 and 18, then we're going to take a few-minute break. And Yahweh said to Moshe and to Eliezer, the son of Aharon the priest, Take up the brazen censers out of the midst of the men that have been burnt, and scatter the strange fire yonder, for they have sanctified the censers of these sinners against their own souls. And do thou make them beaten plates, a covering to the altar, because they were brought before Yahuwah and hallowed. And they became a sign to the children of Israel. And Eliezer, the son of Aharon, took... The priest took the brazen censers, which the men who had been burnt brought near, and they put them as a covering on the altar, a memorial to the children of Israel, that no stranger might draw nigh, who is not of the seed of Aharon, to offer incense before Yahuwah. So he shall not be as Korah, and as they that conspired with him, as Yahuwah spoke to him by the hand of Moshe. And the children of Israel murmured the next day against Moshe and Aharon, saying, Ye have killed the people of Yahuwah. And it came to pass, when the congregation combined against Moshe and Aharon, that they ran impetuously to the tabernacle of witness, and the cloud, I mean, these people just don't get it, right? And the cloud covered it, and the glory of Yahuwah appeared, and Moshe and Aharon went in, in front of the tabernacle of witness. And Yahuwah spoke to Moshe and Aharon, saying, Depart out of the midst of this congregation, and I will consume them at once. And they fell upon their faces, and Moshe and Aharon, and Moshe said to Aharon, Take a censer, and put fire, and put and put on it fire from the altar, and put incense on it, and carry it away quickly into the camp, and make atonement for them, for wrath has gone forth from the presence of Yahuwah, and has begun to destroy the people. 
And Haron took as Moshe spoke to him and ran among the congregation, for already the plague has begun among the people. And he put on incense and made an atonement for the people. And he stood between the dead and the living, and the plague ceased. And they that died in the plague were 14,700 besides those that died on the account of Korah. And Haron returned to Moshe to the door of the tabernacle of witness, and the plague ceased. And Yahweh spoke to Moshe, saying, <clears throat> Speak to the children of Israel, and take the rods of them according to the houses of their, fa- their families, a rod from all their princes according to the houses of their families, twelve rods, and write the name of each on his rod, and write the name of Aharon on the rod, rod of Levi, for it is one rod for each, and they shall give them according to the tribe of the house of their families, and thou shalt put them in the tabernacle of witness before the testimony, where I will be made known to thee. And it shall be the man whom I shall choose, his rod shall blossom. And I will remove from me the murmuring of the children of Israel, which they murmur against you. And Moshe spoke to the children of Israel, and all their chiefs gave him a rod each, one for one for one chief a rod, according to the house of their families, twelve rods, and the rod of Aharon was in the midst of the rods. And Moshe laid up the rods before Yahuwah in the tabernacle of witness. And it came to pass on the morrow that Moshe and Aharon went into the tabernacle of witness. And behold, the rod of Aharon for the house of Levi blossomed and put forth a bud and blossomed and bloomed blossoms and produced almonds. And Moshe brought forth all the rods from before Yahuwah to all the sons of Israel. And they looked, and each one took his rod. And Yahweh said to Moshe, Lay up the rod of Aharon before the testimonies to be, to be kept as a sign for the children of the disobedient, and let their murmuring cease from me, and they shall not die. And Moshe and Aharon did as Yahweh commanded Moshe, so did they. And the children of Israel spoke to Moshe, saying, Behold, we are cut off, we are destroyed, we are consumed. Everyone that touches the tabernacle of Yahweh dies. Shall we die utterly? Chapter 18, Book of Numbers, Septuagint Version. And Yahweh spoke to Aharon, saying, Thou and thy sons and thy father's houses shall bear the sins of the holy things, and thou and thy sons shall bear the iniquity of your priesthood. And take to thyself thy brethren, the tribe of Levi, the family of thy father, and let them be joined to let them be joined to thee, let them minister to thee. And thou and thy sons with thee shall minister before the tabernacle of witness, and they shall keep the charges and the charges of the tabernacle. Only they shall not approach the holy vessels and the altar, so both they and you shall not die. And they shall be joined to you, and shall keep the charges of the tabernacle of witness, and all the services of the tabernacle. And the stranger shall not approach to you, and you shall keep the charges of the holy things, and the charges of the altar, and so there shall not be anger among the children of Israel. And I have taken your brethren, the Levites, out of the midst of the children of Israel, a present given to Yahuwah to minister in the services of the tabernacle of witness. And thou and thy sons after you shall keep up your priestly ministration according to the whole manner of the altar, and that which is within the veil, and ye shall minister in the services as the office of your priesthood, and the stranger that comes near shall die. And Yahweh said to Aharon, And, behold, I have given you the charge of the first fruits of all things consecrated to me by the children of Israel, and I have given them to thee as an honor, and to thy sons after you for a perpetual ordinance. And let this be to you from all the holy things that are consecrated to me, even the burnt offerings from all their gifts, and from all their sacrifices, and from every trespass of theirs, and from all their sin offerings, whatever things they give to me of all their holy things, as they shall be thine and thy sons. In the most holy place shall ye eat them. Every male shall eat them, thou and thy sons, they shall be holy to me. 
and this shall be to you of the first fruits of their gifts, of all the wave offerings of the children of Israel. To thee have I given them, and to thy sons and thy daughters with thee, a perpetual ordinance, every clean person in thy house shall eat them. And every first offering of oil, and every first offering of wine, their first fruits of corn, whatsoever they may give to Yahuwah, to thee I have given them. And all the first fruits that are in, the la- in their land, whatsoever they shall offer to Yahuwah, shall be thine. Every clean person in thy house shall eat them. Every devoted thing among the children of Israel shall be mine. And everything that opens the womb of all flesh, whatsoever they bring to Yahuwah, whether man or beast, shall be thine. Only the firstborn of men shall be surely redeemed. And thou shalt redeem the firstborn of unclean cattle. And the redemption of them shall be from a month old, their valuation of five shekels. It is twenty obelai, according to the holy shekel. But thou shalt not redeem the firstborn of calves, and the firstborn of sheep, and the firstborn of goats. They are holy. And thou shalt pour their blood upon the altar, and thou shalt offer the fat as a burnt offering for a sweet smell of savor to Yahuwah. And the flesh shall be mine, shall be thine, as also the breast of the wave offering, as the right shoulder, it shall be thine. Every special offering of holy things, whatsoever the children of Israel shall specially offer to Yahuwah, I have given to you and to your sons and your daughters with you a perpetual ordinance. It is a covenant of salt forever before Yahuwah, for you and thy seed after you. And Yahuwah said to Aharon, Thou shalt have no inheritance in their land, neither shalt thou have any portion among them, for I am thy portion and thine inheritance in the midst of the children of Israel. And behold, I have given to the sons of given. And behold, I have given to the sons of Levi every tithe in Israel for an inheritance for their services, when and soever they perform ministry in the tabernacle of witness. The children of Israel shall no more draw nigh to the tabernacle of witness to incur fatal guilt. And the Levite himself shall perform the service of the tabernacle of witness, and they shall bear their iniquities. It is a perpetual statute throughout their generations. And in the midst of the children of Israel they shall not receive an inheritance, because I have given as a distinct portion to the Levites for an inheritance the tithes of the children of Israel. Whatsoever they shall offer to Yahuwah, therefore I said to them, In the midst of the children of Israel they shall have no inheritance. And Yahuwah spoke to Moshe, saying, Thou shalt also speak to the Levites, and shalt say to them, If ye take the tithe from the children of Israel, which I have given you from them for an inheritance, then ye shall separate it from a heave offering to Yahuwah, a tenth of a, a tenth of the tenth. And your heave offerings shall be reckoned to you as corn from the floor, and an offering from the winepress. So shall you also separate them from all the offerings of Yahuwah out of all your tithes. Whatsoever ye shall receive from the children of Israel, and ye shall give of them an offering to Yahuwah, to Aharon the priest. Of all your gifts ye shall offer an offering to Yahuwah, and of every first fruit the consecrated part from it. And thou shalt say to them, When ye shall offer the first fruits from it, then shall it be reckoned to the Levites as produce from the threshing floor, and as produce from the winepress, and ye shall eat it in any place, ye and your families, for this is your reward for your services in the tabernacle of witness. And ye shall not bear sin by reason of it, for ye shall have offered an offering of the first fruits from it, and ye shall not profane the holy things of the children of Israel, that ye die not. Okay, brothers and sisters, we're going to take a quick uh, few minute break, and we'll be back to finish the second half of the book of Numbers. Thank you. 
All right, sorry about that. We are, are ready to get back to it, and we're going to finish the second half of the book of Numbers. So, actually, give me just a second. I should have, sorry, I should have taken a drink before we. So far, so good. Actually, let's get one. Let's get a All right, Book of Numbers, chapter 19, yeah, chapter 19, second half, Septuagint version. And Yahuwah spoke to Moshe and Aharon, saying, This is the constitution of the Torah, as Yahuwah has commanded, saying, Speak to the sons of Israel, and let them take for thee a red heifer without spot, which has no spot on her, and which no yoke has been put. And thou shalt give her to Eleazar the priest, and they shall bring her out of the camp into a clean place, and shall kill her before his face. And Eleazar shall take of her blood, and sprinkle of her blood seven times in front of the tabernacle of witness. And they shall burn her to ashes before him, and her skin and her flesh and her blood with her dung shall be consumed. And the priest shall take cedar wood and hyssop and scarlet wool, and they shall cast them into the midst of the burning of the heifer. And the priest shall wash his garments and bathe his body in water, and afterwards he shall go into the camp. And the priest shall be unclean till the evening. And he that burns her shall wash his garments and bathe his body, and shall be unclean till evening. And a clean man shall gather up the ashes of the heifer, and lay them up in a clean place outside the camp. And they shall be for the congregation of the children of Israel to keep. It is the water of sprinkling, of a purification. And he that gathers up the ashes of the heifer shall wash his garments, and shall be unclean until evening. And it shall be a perpetual statute for the children of Israel and for the strangers joined to them. He that touches the dead body of any man shall be unclean seven days. He shall be purified on the third day and the seventh day, and shall be clean. But if he be not purged on the third day and the seventh day, he shall not be clean. Everyone that touches the carcass of the person of a man, if he should have died, the other not have been purified, has defiled the tabernacle of Yahuwah, that soul shall be cut off from Israel, because the water of sprinkling has not been sprinkled upon him. He is unclean. His uncleanness is yet upon him. And this is the Torah. If a man die in a house, every one that goes into the house, and all things in the house shall be unclean seven days. And every open vessel which has not a covering bound upon it shall be unclean. And every one who shall touch a man slain by violence, or a corpse, or human bone, or sepulchre, shall be unclean seven days. <clears throat> And they shall take for the unclean of the burnt ashes of purification, and they shall pour upon them running water into a vessel. And a clean man shall take hyssop and dip it in to the water and sprinkle it upon the house and the furniture and all the souls that are therein and upon him that touched the human bone or the slain man or the corpse or the tomb and the clean man shall sprinkle the water on the unclean on the third day and on the seventh day and on the seventh day he shall purify himself and the other shall wash his garments and bathe himself in water and shall be unclean until evening and whatever man shall be defiled and shall not purify himself, that soul shall be cut off from the midst of the congregation, because he has defiled the holy things of Yahuwah, because the water of sprinkling has not been sprinkled upon him. He is unclean. And it shall be to you for a perpetual statute that he that sprinkles the water of sprinkling shall wash his garments, and he that touches the water of sprinkling shall be unclean until the evening. And whatsoever the unclean man shall touch shall touch shall I'm sorry. And whatsoever the unclean man shall touch shall be unclean. And the soul that touches it shall be unclean till the evening.
Numbers 20. <clears throat> and the children of Israel, even the whole congregation, came into the wilderness of Sin in the first month, and the people abode in Cadiz. And Miriam died there and was buried there, and there was no water for the congregation. And they gathered themselves together against Moshe and Aharon, and the people reviled Moshe, saying, Would we had died in the destruction of our brethren before Yahuwah? And wherefore have you brought up the congregation of Yahuwah into this wilderness, to kill us and our cattle? And wherefore is this? Ye have brought us up out of Egypt, that we should come into this evil place, a place where there is no sowing, neither figs nor vines nor pomegranates, neither is there water to drink. And Moshe and Aharon went from, the, from before the assembly to the door of the tabernacle of witness, and they fell upon their faces, and the glory of Yahuwah appeared to them. And Yahuwah spoke to Moshe, saying, Take thy rod, and call the assembly, thou and Aharon thy brother, and speak ye to the rock before them. And it shall give forth its waters, and ye shall bring forth for them water out of the rock, and, it sh and give drink to the congregation and their cattle. And Moshe took his rod, which was before Yahuwah, as Yahuwah commanded. And Moshe and Aharon assembled the congregation before the rock, and said to them, Hear me, ye disobedient ones, must we bring your, you water out of this rock? And Moshe lifted up his hand and struck the rock with his rod twice, and much water came forth, and the congregation drank, and their cattle. And Yahuwah said to Moshe and Aharon, Because ye have not believed me to sanctify me before the children of Israel, therefore ye shall not bring this congregation into the land which I have given them. This is the water of strife, because the children of Israel spoke insolently before Yahuwah, and he was sanctified in them. And Moshe sent messengers from Cadiz to the king of Edom, saying, Thus says thy brother Israel, Thou knowest all the distress that has come upon us, and how our fathers went down into Egypt, and we sojourned in Egypt many days. And the Egyptians afflicted us and our fathers, and we cried to Yahuwah, and Yahuwah heard our voice, and sent an angel and brought us out of Egypt. And now we are in the city of Cadiz, at the extremity of thy coasts. We will pass through thy land, and we will not go through the fields, nor through the vineyards, nor will we drink water out of thy cistern. We will go by the king's highway. We will not turn aside to the right hand or to the left, until we have passed thy borders. And Edom said to him, Thou shalt not pass through me, and if otherwise I will go forth and meet you in war. And the children of Israel say to him, And the children of Israel say to him, We will pass by the mountain, and if, my, and if I and my cattle drink of thy water, I will pay you. But it is no matter of importance. We will go by the mountain. And he said, Thou shalt not pass through me. And Edom went forth to meet him with a great host and a mighty hand. So Edom refused to allow Israel to pass through his borders. And Israel turned away from him, and they departed from Cadiz. And the children of Israel, even the whole congregation, came to Mount Or. And Yahuwah spoke to Moshe and Aharon in Mount Or, on the borders of the land of Edom, saying, Let Aaron, let Aharon, let Aharon be added to his people, for ye shall certainly not go into the land which I have given to the children of Israel, because ye provoked me at the water of strife. Take Aharon and Eliezer his son, and bring them up to the mount Or before all the congregation, and take Aharon's apparel from off him, and put it on Eliezer his son, and let Aharon die there, and be added to his people. And Moshe did as Yahweh commanded him, and took him up to Mount Or before all the congregation. And he took Aharon's garments off him, and put them on Eleazar his son. And Aharon died on the top of the mountain, and Moshe and Eleazar came down from the mountain. And all the congregation saw that Aharon was dead, and they wept for Aharon thirty days, even all the house of Israel. Numbers 21. And Arad, the Canaanitish king, who dwelt by the wilderness, heard that Israel came by the way of Arthin, Ar Ath, Atharin, 
And he made a war. He made war on Israel and carried off some of them captives. And Israel vowed a vow to Yahweh and said, If thou wilt deliver this people into my power, I will devote it and its cities to you. And Yahweh hearkened to the voice of Israel and delivered the Canaanite into his power. And Israel devoted him and his cities, and they called the name of the place Anathema. And having departed from Mount Or by the way leading to the Red Sea, they compassed the land of Edom. And the people lost courage by the way. And the people spoke against Elohim and against Moshe, saying, Why is this? Hast thou brought us out of Egypt to slay us in the wilderness? If there is not bread nor water, and our souls loathes this light bread, and Yahweh sent among the people deadly serpents, and they bit the people, and much people of the children of Israel died. And the people came to Moshe and said, We have sinned, for we have spoken against Yahweh and against you. Pray therefore to Yahweh and let him take away the serpent from us. And Moshe prayed to Yahweh for all the people. And Yahweh said to Moshe, Make thee a serpent, and put it on a signal staff. And it shall come to pass, that whatever a serpent shall bite a man, every one so bitten that looks upon it shall live. And Moshe made a serpent of brass, and put it upon a signal staff. And it came to pass, that whenever a serpent bit a man, and he looked on the brazen staff, this brazen serpent, he lived. And the children of Israel departed and encamped in Oboth. And having departed from Oboth, they encamped in Achalgai, on the farther side in the wilderness, which is opposite Moab, toward the east. And thence they departed and encamped in the valley of Zared. And they departed thence and encamped on the other side of Arnon in the wilderness, in the country which extends from the coast of the Amorites. For Arnon is the border of Moab, between Moab and the Amorites. Therefore it is said in a book, A war of Yahuwah has set on fire Zoob and the brooks of Arnon. And he has appointed brooks to cause Ur to dwell there. And it lives near the coasts of Moab. And thence they came to the well, to the, yeah, to the well. This is the well which Yahuwah said to Moshe, Gather the people, and I will give them water to drink. Then Israel sang this song at the well. Begin to sing of the well. The princes digged it. The kings of the nations and their kingdoms in their lordship sank it in the rock. And they went from the well to Manathaim. And from Manathaim to Naaliel. And from Naaliel to Bamoth. And from Bamoth to Yanen, which is the plain of Moab, as seen from the top of the quarried rock that looks toward the wilderness. And Moshe sent ambassadors to Sion, the king of the Amorites, with peaceable words, saying, We will pass through thy land, and we will go by the road. We will not turn aside to the field or the vineyard. We will not drink water out of thy wells. We will go by the king's highway until we pass thy borders. And Sihon did not allow Israel to pass through his borders. And Sihon gathered all his people and went out to set, went out to set the battle in array against Israel into the wilderness. And he came to Yasa and set the battle in array against Israel. And Israel smote him with the slaughter of the sword, and they became possessors of his land, from Arnon to Yabok, as far as the children of Ammon. For Yaezer is the border of the children of Ammon. And Israel took all their cities, and Israel dwelt in the cities of the Amorites, in Eshbon, Heshbon, and in all the cities belonging to it. For Heshbon is the city of Sihon, king of the Amorites. For and he before fought against the king of Moab, and they took all his land from Aurer to Arnon. Therefore they say, I'm sorry, therefore they who deal in dark speeches come to Heshbon, that the city of Sihon may be built and prepared. For a fire has gone forth from Heshbon, a flame from the city of Sihon, and has consumed as far as Moab, and devoured the pillars of Arnon. Woe to thee, Moab, thou art lost, that the people of uh, Camos. Um, what's his name? One of the Canaanite gods, I forgot his name. Their, son, 
whatever, it doesn't matter. Their sons are sold for pres preservation, and their daughters are captives of Sihon, king of the Amorites. And their seed shall perish from Heshbon to Dibon, and their women have yet farther kindled a fire against Moab. And Israel dwelt in all the cities of the Amorites, and Moshe sent to spy out Yazer, and they took it and its villages, and cast out the Amorite that dwelt there. And having returned, they went up, they went up the roads that leads to Bashan. And Og, the king of Bashan, went forth to meet them, and all his people to war to war, to war to Edrain. And Yahweh said to Moshe, Fear him not, for I have delivered him and all his people and all his land into thy hands. And thou shalt do to him as thou didst to Sihon, king of the Amorites, who dwell in Heshbon. And he smote him and his sons and all his people until he left none of his to be taken alive, and they inherited his land. 22. And the children of Israel departed and encamped on the west of Moab by, Jordan, by Jordan towards Jericho. And when Balak, son of Sephor, saw all that Israel did to the Amorite, then Moab feared the people exceedingly because they were many. And Moab was grieved before the face of the children of Israel. And Moab said to the elders of Midian, Now shall this assembly lick up all that are around about us, as a calf would lick up the green herbs of the field. And Balak, son of Sephor, was king of Moab at that time. And he sent ambassadors to Balaam, the son of Beor, to Pathura, which is on the river on the land of the sons of his people, to call him, saying, Behold, a people has come out of Egypt. And behold, it has covered the face of the earth, and it has encamped close to me. And now come, curse me, this people, for it is stronger than we. If we may be able to smite some of them, and I will cast them out of this land. For I know that whomsoever thou dost bless, they are blessed. And whomsoever thou dost cursed, they are cursed. And the elders of Moab went, and the elders of Midian, and their divining instruments were in their hands. And they came to Balaam and spoke to him the words of Balak. And he said to them, Tarry here the night, and I will answer you the things which Yahuwah shall say to me. And the princes of Moab stayed with Balaam. And Elohim came to Balaam and said, Who are these men with you? And Balaam said to Elohim, Balak, son of Sephor, king of Moab, sent them to me, saying, Behold, a people has come forth out of Egypt, and has covered the face of this land, and it has encamped near me, and now come, curse it for me, if indeed I shall be able to smite it, and cast it out of the land. And Elohim said to Balaam, Thou shalt not go with them, neither shalt thou curse the people, for they are blessed. And Balaam rose up in the morning, and said to the princes of Balak, Depart quickly to your lord. Elohim does not permit me to go with you. The princes of Moab rose and came to Balak and said, Balaam will not come with us. And Balak yet again sent more princes and more honorable than they. And they came to Balaam and they said to him, Thus says Balak, son of Zephor, I beseech you, delay not to come to me, for I will greatly honor you and will do for you whatsoever you shall say. Come then, curse me this people. And Balaam answered and said to the princes of Balak, if Balak would give me the, his house full of silver and gold, I shall not be able to go beyond the word of Yahweh Eloheinu to make it little or great in my mind. And now do ye also tarry here this night, and I shall know what Yahweh will, say, will, say will yet say to me. And Elohim came to Balaam by night and said to him, If these men are come to call thee, rise and follow them. Nevertheless, the word which I shall speak to you, it shall, it shall thou do. And Balaam rose up in the morning and saddled his ass and went with the princes of Moab. And Elohim was very angry because he went. And the angel of Yahuwah rose up to withstand him. Now he had mounted his ass, and his two servants were with him. And when the ass saw the angel of Elohim standing opposite in the way, and his sword drawn in his hand, then the ass turned aside out of the way and went into the field. And Balaam smote the ass with a staff to direct her in the way. 
And the angel of Yahuwah stood in the avenues of the vines, a fence being on this side and a fence being on that. And when the ass saw the angel of Elohim, she thrust herself against the wall and crushed Balaam's foot against the wall, and he smote her again. And the angel of Yahuwah went further and came and stood in a narrow place where it was impossible to turn to the right or to the left. And when the ass saw the angel of Elohim, she lay down under Balaam. And Balaam was angry and struck the ass with a staff. And Elohim opened the mouth of the ass, and she says to Balaam, What have I done to you, that thou hast smitten me this third time? And Balaam said to the ass, Because thou hast mocked me, and if I had a sword in my hand, I would now have killed you. And the ass says to Balaam, Am I not thine ass, on which thou hast ridden since thy youth until this day? Did I ever do thus to you, utterly disregarding you? And he said, No. And Elohim opened the eyes of Balaam, and he seized the angel of Yahweh withstanding him in the way, and his sword drawn in his hand, and he swooped down and worshipped on his face. And the angel of Elohim said to him, Why hast thou smitten thine ass this third time? And behold, I came out to withstand you, for, that, for your way was not seemly before me. And when, he saw, and when the ass saw me, she turned away from me this third time. And if she had not turned out of the way, surely now I have slain you, and, sh- and should have saved her alive. And Balaam said to the angel of Yahuwah, I have sinned, for I did not know that thou wert standing opposite in the way to meet me. And now if it shall not be pleasing to you for me to go on, I will return. And the angel of Yahuwah said to Balaam, Go with the men. Nevertheless, the word which I shall speak to you, that thou shalt take heed to speak. And Balaam went with the princes of Balak. And when Balak heard that Balaam was come, he went out to meet him to a city of Moab, which is on the borders of Arnon, which is on the extreme part of the borders. And Balak said to Balaam, Did I not send you to call thee? Why hast thou not come to me? Shall I not indeed be able to honor you? And Balaam said to Balak, Behold, I am now come to you. Shall I be able to say anything? The word which Elohim shall put into my mouth, that I shall speak. And Balaam went with Balak, and they came to the chief I'm sorry, they came to the cities of streets. And Balak offered sheep and calves, and sent to Balaam and to his princes who were with him, and it was morning, and Balak took Balaam and brought him up to the pillar of Baal, and showed him thence a part of the people. Numbers twenty three. And Balaam said to Balak, Build me here seven altars, and prepare me here seven calves and seven rams. And Balak did as Balaam told him, and he offered up a calf and a ram on every altar. And Balaam said to Balak, Stand by thy sacrifice, and I will go and see if Elohim will appear to me and meet me. And the word which he shall show me, I will report to you. And Balak stood by his sacrifice, and Balaam went to inquire of Elohim. And he went straight forward, and Elohim appeared to Balaam. And Balaam said to him, I have prepared the seven altars. And have offered a calf and a ram on every altar. And Elohim put a word in the mouth of Balaam and said, Thou shalt return to Balak, and thus shalt thou speak. And return to him. And moreover, he stood over his whole burnt offerings, and all the princes of Moab with him. And the spirit of Elohim came came upon him, and he took up his parable and said, Balak, king of Moab, sent me out of Mesopotamia, out of the mountains of the east, saying, Come, curse me, Yaakov, and come, call for a curse for, for me upon Israel. How can I curse whom Yahuwah curses not? Or how can I devote whom Yahuwah Elohim devotes not? For from the top of the mountains I shall see him, and from the hills I shall observe him. Behold, the people shall dwell alone, and shall not be reckoned among the nations. Who has exactly calculated the seed of Yaakov? And who shall number the families of Israel? Let my soul die with the souls of the righteous, and let my my seed be as their seed. And Balak said to Balaam, What hast thou done to me? I call thee to curse my enemies, and behold, thou hast greatly blessed them. And Balaam said to Balak, 
Whatsoever Yahuwah shall put in my mouth, shall I not take heed to speak this? And Balak said to him, Come with me yet to another place, where thou shalt see not where thou, where thou shalt not see the people, but only shalt see a part of them, and thou shalt not see them all, and curse me them from thence. And he took him to a high place of the field to the top of the quarried rock, and he built there seven altars, and offered a calf and a ram on every altar. And Balaam said to Balak, Stand by thy sacrifice, and I will go to inquire of Elohim. And Elohim met Balaam, and put a word in his mouth, and said, Return to Balak, and thou shalt, and thus shalt thou speak. And he returned to him, and he also was standing by his whole burnt sacrifice, and all the princes of Moab with him. And Balak said to him, What has Yahweh spoken? And he took up his parable and said, <clears throat> Rise up, Balak, and hear. Hearken as a witness, thou son of Sephor. Elohim is not as man to waver, nor as the son of man to be threatened. Shall he say and not perform? Shall he speak and not keep his word? Behold, I have received commandment to bless. I will bless and not turn back. There shall not be trouble in Yaakov, neither shall sorrow be seen in Israel. Yahuwah is his Elohim, is with him. The glories of the rulers are in him. It, it was Elohim who brought him out of Egypt. He has, as it were, the glory of a unicorn. For there is no divination in Yaakov, nor enchantment in Israel. In season it shall be told to Yaakov and Israel what Elohim shall perform. Behold, the people shall rise up as a lion's whelp, and shall exalt himself as a lion. He shall not lie down till he have eaten the prey, and he shall drink the blood of the slain. And Balak said to Balaam, Neither curse the people at all for me, nor bless them at all. And Balaam answered and said to Balak, Spoke I not to you, saying, Whatsoever thing Elohim shall speak to me, that will I do? And Balak said to Balaam, Come, and I will remove thee to another place, and if it please Elohim, and curse me them from thence. And Balak took Balaam to the top of Pogor, which extends to the wilderness. And Balaam said to Balak, Build me here seven altars, and prepare me here seven calves and seven rams. And Balak did as Balaam told him, and offered a calf and a ram on every altar. Chapter 24 And when Balaam saw that it pleased Elohim to bless Israel, he did not go according to his custom to meet the omens, but turned his face toward the wilderness. And Balaam lifted up his eyes and seized Israel encamped by their tribes, and the spirit of Elohim came upon him. And he took up his parable and said, Balaam, son of Beor, says, The man who's tr who sees truly says. He says who hears the oracle of the Mighty One, who saw a vision of Elohim in sleep. His eyes were opened. How goodly are thy habitations, Yaakov, and thy tents, Israel, as shady groves, and as gardens by a river, and as tents and as tents which Elohim pitched, and as cedars by the waters, there shall come a man out of his seed, and he shall rule over many nations, and the kingdoms of Gog shall be exalted, and his kingdom shall be increased. Elohim led him out of Egypt. He has, as it were, the glory of a unicorn. He shall consume the nations of his enemies. He shall drain their marrow, and with darts he shall shoot through the enemy. He lay down, he rested as a lion, and as a young lion, who shall stir him up? They that bless you are blessed. And they that curse you are cursed. And Balak was angry with Balaam and clapped his hands together and said, And Balak said to Balaam, I call thee to curse my enemy, and behold, thou hast decidedly blessed him this third time. Now therefore, flee to thy place. I said, I will honor you, but now Yahweh has deprived you of glory. And Balaam said to Balak, Did I not speak to thy messengers also whom thou sentest to me, saying, If Balak should give me his house full of silver and gold, I shall not be able to transgress the word of Yahuwah to make it good or bad by myself? Whatsoever things Elohim shall say, them will I speak. And now, behold, I return to my place. Come, I will advise thee, I will advise thee of what this people shall do to thy people in the last days. 
And he took up his parable and said, Balaam, the son of Beor, says, The man who, tr who sees truly says, Hearing the oracles of Elohim, receiving knowledge from the Most High, and having seen a vision of Elohim in sleep, his eyes were opened. I will point to him, but not now. I will bless him, but he draws not near. A star shall arise out of Yaakov, a man shall spring out of Israel, and shall crush the princes of Moab, and shall spoil all the sons of Seth. And Edom shall be an inheritance, and Esau, his enemy, shall be an inheritance of Israel. And Israel wrought valiantly. And one shall arise out of Yaakov, and destroy out of the city him that escapes. And having seen Amalek, he took up his parable and said, Amalek is the first of nations, yet his seed shall perish. And having seen the Kenite, he took up his parable and said, Thy dwelling place is strong, yet thou shouldst put thy neck in a rock. And though Beor should have a skillfully contrived hiding place, the Assyrian shall carry thee away captive. And he looked upon Og, and took up his parable and said, Oh, oh, who shall live when Elohim shall do these things? And one shall come forth of the hands of the Sitians, and shall afflict Ashur, and shall afflict the Hebrews, and they shall perish together. And Balaam rose up and departed and returned to his place, and Balak went to his own home. Numbers chapter 25. And Israel sojourned, sojourned in Satin, and the people profaned itself by going a whoring after the daughters of Moab. And they called to them, and they called them to the sacrifices of their idols, and the people ate their, of their sacrifices and worshipped their idols. And Israel consecrated themselves to Baal Peor. And Yahweh was very angry with Israel. And Yahweh said to Moshe, Take all the princes of the people and make, the, make them examples of judgment for Yahweh in the face of the sun. And the anger of Yahuwah shall be turned away from Israel. And Moshe said to the tribes of Israel, Slay ye everyone his friend that is consecrated to Baal Peor. And behold, a man of the children of Israel came and brought his brother to a Midianitish woman before Moshe, and before all the congregation of the children of Israel. And they were weeping at the door of the tabernacle of witness. And Phinehas, the son of Eliezer, the son of Aharon, the priest, saw it, and rose out of the midst of the congregation, and took a javelin in his hand, and went in after the Israelitish man into the chamber, and pierced them both through, both the Israelitish man and the woman through her womb, and the plague was stayed from the children of Israel. And those that died in the plague were four and twenty thousand. And Yahweh spoke to Moshe, saying, Phinehas, the son of Eleazar, the son of Aharon, the priest, has caused my wrath to cease from the children of Israel, when I was exceedingly jealous among them, and I did not consume the children of Israel in my jealous, jealousy. Thus do thou say to him, Behold, I give him a covenant of peace, and he and his seed after him shall have a perpetual covenant of priesthood, because he was zealous for his Elohim, and made atonement for the children of Israel. Now the name of the smitten Israelitish man who was smitten with the Midianitish woman was Zimri, the son of Shalom, prince of the house of the tribe of Simeon. And the name of the Midianitish woman who was smitten was Kozbai, the daughter of Shur, a prince of the nation of Omoth. It is a chief, of, it is a chief house among the people of Midian. And Yahweh spoke to Moshe, saying, Speak to the children of Israel, saying, Plague the Midianites as enemies and smite them. For they are enemies to you by the treachery wherein they ensnare you through uh, Pogor, through Chozbai, their sister, daughter of a prince of Midian, who was smitten in the day of the plague because of Fogor. Chapter 26. And it came to pass after the plague that Yahweh spoke to Moshe and Eliezer the priest, saying, Take the sum of all the congregation of the children of Israel, from twenty years old and upward, according to the houses, to the houses of their lineage, everyone that goes forth to battle in Israel. 
And Moshe and Eliezer, the priest, spoke in Araboth of Moab in, at the Jordan by Jericho, saying, This is the numbering from twenty years old and upward, as Yahuwah commanded Moshe. And the sons of Israel that came out of Egypt are as follows. Reuben was the firstborn of Israel. The sons of Reuben, Enoch, and the family of Enoch, Palu, belongs to the family of the Paluites. To Asron, the family of Asroni. To Carmi, the family of the Carmi. These are the families of Reuben, and their numbering was 43,730. The sons of Palu were Eliab, and the sons of Eliab, Nemuel, and Dathan, and Abiram. These are renowned men in their congregation. These were they that rose up against Moshe and Aharon in the gathering of Korah, in the rebellion against Yahuwah. And the earth opened her mouth and swallowed them up, and Korah, when their assembly perished, when the fire devoured the two hundred and fifty, and they were made a sign. But the sons of Korah died not. <clears throat> and the sons of Simeon, the family of the sons of Simeon, to Nemuel, belonged the family of the Nemuelites, to Yamin, the family of the Yemenites, to Yachin, the family of the Yachinites, to Zerah, the family of the Zarites, to Shaul, the family of the Shaulites. These are the families of Simeon, according to their numbering, two and twenty thousand and two hundred. And the sons of Yehuda, Ur and Onan, and Ur and Onan died in the land of Hanan, Canaan. And these were the sons of Yehuda, according to their families. To Shalom belonged the family of the Shalonites, to Pharez, the family of the Pharisites, to Zara, the family of the Zarites. And the sons of the Pharez were to, to Asron, the family of the Asronites, to Yamun, the family of the Yamunites. These are the families of Yehuda, according to their numbering, 76,500. And the sons of Issachar, according to their families, to Tola, the family of the Tolites, to Fua, the family of the Fuites, to Yasub, the family of the Yasubites, to Samram, the family of the Samramites. These are the families of Issachar, according to their numbering, 64,400. The sons of Zabulon, according to their families, to Sared, the family of the Saradites, to Alon, the family of the Alonites, to Alel, the family of the Alelites. These are the families of Zabulon, according to their numbering, 60,500. The sons of Gad, according to their families, to Saphon, the family of the Saphonites, to Angai, the family of the Angites, to Sunai, the family of the Sunites, to Azenai, the family of the Azenites, to Adai, the family of the Adites, to Arodai, the family of the Arodites, to Ariel, the family of the Arielites. These are the families of the children of Gad, according to their numbering, 44,500. To the sons of Asher, according to their families, Yamin, the family of the Yemenites, to Yesu, the family of the Yesuites, to Baria, the family of the Bariites, to Chober, the family of the Choberites, to Melchiel, the family of the Melchielites, and the name of the daughter of Asher, Sarah. These are the families of Asher, according to their numbering, 43,400. The sons of Yosef, according to their families, Manasseh and Ephraim. The sons of Manasseh, to Machir, the family of the Machirites, and Machir begot Galad, and to Galad, the family of the Galadites. These are the sons of Galad, to Achiezer, the family of the Achiezerites, to Heleg, the family of the Helegites, to Esriel, the family of the Esterlites, to Shechem, the family of the Shechemites, to Samaer, to the family of the Samaerites, to Ophir, the family of the Ophirites, to Salfad, the son of Ophir, were, were no sons, but, the da but daughters. These are the names of the daughters, Salfad, Mala, Nua, and Elga, and Melka, and Tersa. These are the families of Manasseh according to their numbering, 52,700. And these are the children of Ephraim to Suthala, the family of the Suthalanites, to Tanakh, the family of the Tanakhites. These are the sons of Suthala to Eden, the family of the Edenites. These are the families of Ephraim according to their number, 
32,500. These are the families of the children of Yosef according to their families. So it looks like this is a huge number change um, from the last time that uh, Ephraim was Ephraim was numbered because they were in the 50s and Manasseh was in the 30s and now it's swapped. Now Manasseh is in the 50,000 range and Ephraim is in the 30,000 range. They, they must have been a big portion of the loss. The sons of Benjamin, according to their families, to Bale, the family of the Baalites, to Asiber, the family of the Asiberites, to Yachiran, the family of the Yachiranites, to Sophon, the family of the Sophonites. The sons of Bale were Adar and Noman, to Adar, the family of the Adarites, to Noman, the family of the Noamites. These are the sons of Benjamin by their families, according to their numbering, 35,500. And the sons of Dan, according to their families, Sameh, the family of the Samaites. These are the families of Dan, according to their families, all the families of Samai, according to their numbering, 64,400. The sons of Naphtali, according to their families, to Asiel, the family of the Asielites, to Ganai, the family of the Ganites, to Yeser, the family of the Yeserites, to Salem, the family of the Selamites. These are the families of Naphtali, according to their numbering, 40,300. This is the numbering of the children of Israel. 601,730. And Yahweh spoke to Moshe, saying, To these the land shall be divided, so that they may inherit according to the number of the, of the names. <clears throat> to the greater number thou shalt give the greater inheritance, and to the less number thou shalt give the less inheritance. To each one, as they have been numbered, shall their inheritance be given. The land shall be divided to the names by lot. They shall inherit according to the tribes of their families. Thou shalt divide their inheritance by lot between the many and the few. And the sons of Levi, according to their families, to Gershon, the family of the Gershonites, to Kohath, the family of the Kohathites, to Merari, the family of the Merarites. These are the families of the sons of Levi, the family of the Lobanites, the family of the Hebronites, the family of the Korites, the family of the Musites, the, and Kohath begot Amram. The name of his wife was Yochebed, daughter of Levi, who bore these to Levi in Egypt. And she bore to Amram, Aharon, and Moshe, and Miriam, the sister. And to Aharon were born both Nadab and Abihu, and Eleazar, and Ithamar. And Nadab and Abihu died when they offered strange fire before Yahweh in the wilderness of Sinai. And there were, according to their numbering, 23,000, every male from a month old and upward, for they were not numbered among the children of Israel, because they have no inheritance in the midst of the children of Israel. And this is the numbering of Moshe and Eleazar the priest, who numbered the children of Israel and Araboth, and Araboth of Moab, at Jordan by Jericho, among these there were not a man numbered by Moshe and Aharon, whom even the children of Israel they numbered in the wilderness of Sinai. For Yahuwah has said to them, They shall surely die in the wilderness, and there was not left even one of them, except Caleb the son of Yephune, and Yahusha the son of Nun. Numbers chapter 27. And the daughters of Salafa, the son of Ophir, the son of Galad, the son of Machir, the, of the tribe of Manasseh, of the sons of Yosef, came near, and these were their names, Mala, and Nua, and Elgla, Egla, and Melka, and Tersa. They stood before Moshe, and before Eliezer the priest, and before the princes, and before all the congregation at the door of the tabernacle of witness, saying, Our father died in the wilderness, and he was not in the midst of the congregation that rebelled against Yahuwah in the gathering of Korah. For he died for his own sin, and he had no sons. Let not the name of our father be blotted out of the midst of his people, because he has no son. Give us an inheritance in the midst of our father's brethren. And Moshe brought their case before Yahuwah. And Yahuwah spoke to Moshe, saying, 
the daughters of Salafad, Salafad, Salfad, have spoken rightly. Thou shalt surely give them a possession of inheritance in the midst of their father's brethren. Thou shalt assign their father's inheritance to them. Thou shalt speak to the children of Israel, saying, If a man die and have no son, ye shall assign his inheritance to his daughter. And if he have no daughter, ye shall give his inheritance to his brother. And if he have no brethren, ye shall give his inheritance to his father's brother. And if there be no brethren of his father, ye shall give the inheritance to his nearest relation of his tribe to inherit his possessions, and this shall be to the children of Israel an ordinance of judgment as Yahuwah commanded Moshe. And Yahuwah said to Moshe, Go up to the mountain that is in the country beyond Jordan, this Mount Nebo, and behold the land of Canaan, which I give to the sons of Israel for a possession, and thou shalt see it, and thou also shalt be added to thy people, as Aharon thy brother was added to them in Mount Hor. Because he transgressed my commandment in the wilderness of sin, when the congregation resisted and refused to sanctify me, he sanctified me not in at the water before them. This is the water of strife and Cades in the wilderness of sin. And Moshe said to Yahuwah, Let Yahuwah Eloheinu of the spirits and of all flesh look out for a man over this congregation, who shall go out before them, and who shall come in before them, and who shall lead them out, and who shall bring them in. So the congregation of Yahuwah shall not be as sheep without shepherd. And Yahuwah spoke to Moshe, saying, Take to thyself Yahusha, the son of Nun, a man who has the spirit in him, and thou shalt lay thy hands upon him, and thou shalt set him before Eleazar the priest, and thou shalt give him a charge before all the congregation, and thou shalt give a charge concerning him before them, and thou shalt put of thy glory upon him, that the children of Israel may hearken to him. And he shall stand before Eleazar the priest, and they shall ask of him before Yahuwah the judgment of the Urim, and they shall go forth at his word, and at his word they shall come in, and he, and he and the children of Israel with one accord, and all the congregation. And Moshe did as Yahuwah commanded him. And he took Yahusha and set him before Eliezer the priest, and before all the congregation, and he laid his hands on him, and appointed him as Yahuwah ordered Moshe. <clears throat> Chapter 28, Numbers, Septuagint Version. And Yahuwah spoke to Moshe, saying, Charge the children of Israel, and thou shalt speak to them, saying, Ye shall observe to offer to me in my feasts my gifts, my presents, my burnt offerings for a sweet-smelling savor. And thou shalt say to them, These are the burnt offerings, all that ye shall bring to Yahuwah, two lambs of a year old, without blemish daily, for a whole burnt offering perpetually. Thou shalt offer one lamb in the morning, and thou shalt offer the second lamb towards evening. And thou shalt offer the tenth part of an ephah of fine flour for a meat offering mingled with oil with a fourth part of a hin. It is a perpetual whole burnt offering, a sacrifice offered in the Mount of Sinai for a sweet-smelling savor to Yahuwah, and its drink offering, the fourth part of a hen to each lamb in the holy place, thou shalt pour strong drink as a drink offering to Yahuwah. And the second lamb thou shalt offer toward the evening, thou shalt offer it according to its meat offering and according to its drink offering for a smell of sweet savor to Yahuwah. And on the Sabbath day, you shall offer two lambs of a year old without blemish, and two tenth deals of fine flour mingled with oil for a meat offering and a drink offering. It is a whole burnt offering of the Sabbaths on the Sabbath days beside the continued whole burnt offering and its drink offering. And at the new moons, you shall bring a whole burnt offering to Yahuwah, two calves of the herd, and one ram, seven lambs of a year old without blemish, three tenth deals of fine flour mingled with oil for one calf, and two tenth deals of fine flour mingled with oil for one ram, a tenth deal of fine flour mingled with oil for each lamb, as a meat offering, a sweet-smelling savor, a burnt offering to Yahuwah. Their drink offering shall be the half of a hin for one calf, and the third of a hin for one ram. 
and the fourth part of a hin of wine for one lamb. This is the whole burnt offering monthly throughout the months of your year. And he shall offer one kid of the goats for a sin offering to Yahuwah. It shall be offered beside the continual whole burnt offering and its drink offering. And in the first of the month, on the fourteenth day of the month, is the Passover to Yahuwah. And on the fifteenth day of this month is a feast. Seven days ye shall eat unleavened bread. And the first day shall be to you a holy convocation. Ye shall do no servile work. And ye shall bring whole burnt offerings, a sacrifice to Yahuwah, two calves of the herd, one ram, seven lambs of a year old. They shall be to you without blemish. And their meat offering shall be fine flour mingled with oil, three-tenth deals for one ram, and two-tenth deals for one ram. Thou shalt offer a tenth for each lamb, and for the seven lambs. And thou shalt offer one kid of the goats for a sin offering to make atonement for you, beside the perpetual whole burnt offering in the morning, which is a whole burnt sacrifice for a continuance. These shall ye thus offer daily for seven days a gift, a sacrifice for a sweet-smelling savor to Yahuwah, beside the continual whole burnt offering. Thou shalt offer its drink offering, and the seventh day shall be to you a holy convocation. Ye shall do no servile work in it. And on the day of the new corn, when ye shall offer a new sacrifice at the festival of weeks to Yahuwah, there shall be to you a holy convocation. Ye shall do no servile work, and ye shall bring whole burnt offerings for a sweet-smelling savor to Yahuwah. Two calves of the herd, one ram, seven lambs without blemish. Their meat offering shall be fine flour mingled with oil. There shall be three-tenth deals for one calf, and two-tenth deals for one ram. A tenth for each lamb separately for the la- for the seven lambs, and a kid of the goats for a sin offering to make atonement for you, beside the perpetual whole burnt offering, and ye shall offer to me their meat offering. They shall be to you unblemished, and ye shall offer their drink offerings. Chapter 29. <clears throat> and in the seventh month, on the first day of the month, there shall be to you a holy convocation. Ye shall do no servile work. It shall be to you a day of blowing the trumpets, or shofars. And ye shall offer whole burnt offerings for a sweet savor to Yahuwah, one calf of the herd, one ram, seven lambs of a year old without blemish. Their meat offering shall be fine flour mingled with oil, three-tenth deals for one calf, and two-tenth deals for one ram, a tenth deal for each several ram for the seven lambs, and one kid of the goats for a sin offering to make atonement for you, beside the whole burnt offerings for the new moon, and their meat offerings, and their drink offerings, and their perpetual whole burnt offerings, and their meat offerings, and their drink offerings, according to their ordinance for a sweet-smelling savor to Yahuwah. And on the tenth of this month there shall be to you a holy convocation, and ye shall afflict your souls, and ye shall do no work. And ye shall bring near whole burnt offerings for a sweet-smelling savor to Yahuwah, burnt sacrifices to Yahuwah, one calf of the herd, one ram, seven lambs of a year old, they shall be to you without blemish. Their meat offering shall be fine flour mingled with oil, three-tenth deals for one calf, and two-tenth deals for one ram, a tenth deal for each several lamb, for the seven lambs, and one kid of the goats for a sin offering, to make atonement for you, beside the sin offering for atonement, and the continual whole burnt offering, its meat offering, and its drink offering, according to its ordinance for a smell of sweet savor, a burnt sacrifice to Yahuwah. And on the fifteenth day of this month, ye shall have a holy convocation, ye shall do no servile work, and ye shall keep it a feast to Yahuwah seven days. This is where we're at right now, the feast of Sukkot. Ye shall bring near whole burnt offerings, a sacrifice for a smell of sweet savor to Yahuwah. On the first day, thirteen calves of the herd, two rams, fourteen lambs of a year old, they shall be without blemish. Their meat offerings shall be fine flour mingled with oil. There shall be three-tenth deals for one calf. For thirteen calves and two tenth deals for one ram, for the two rams, a tenth deal for every lamb, 
for the fourteen lambs, and one kid of the goats for a sin offering, beside the continual whole burnt offering. There shall be meat offerings and their drink offerings. And on the second day, twelve calves, two rams, fourteen lambs of a year old without blemish. Their meat offering and their drink offering shall be for the calves and the rams and the lambs according to their numbers, according to their ordinance, and one kid of the goats for a sin offering, beside the perpetual whole burnt offering. Their meat offerings and their drink offerings. On the third day, eleven calves, two rams, fourteen lambs of a year old without blemish. And their meat offering and their drink offering shall be the calves and to the rams and to the lambs according to their numbers, according to their ordinance. And one kid of the goats for a sin offering beside the continual burnt off, whole burnt offering. There shall be their meat offering and their drink offerings. On the fourth day, ten calves, two rams, fourteen lambs of a year old without spot. There shall be meat offerings and their drink offerings to the calves and to the rams, the lambs according to their numbers, according to their ordinance, and one kid of the goats for a sin offering, beside the continual whole burnt offering, there shall be their meat offerings and their drink offerings. On the fifth day, nine calves, two rams, fourteen lambs of a year old without spot, their meat offerings and their drink offerings shall be to the calves and to the rams and the lambs according to their number, according to their ordinance, and one kid of the goats for a sin offering, beside the perpetual whole burnt offering, there shall be their meat offerings and their drink offerings. On the sixth day, eight calves, two rams, fourteen lambs of a year old without blemish there shall be uh, their meat offerings and their drink offerings to the calves and the rams and lambs according to their number according to their their ordinance and one kid of the goats for a sin offering beside the perpetual whole burnt offering there shall be their meat offerings and their drink offerings on the seventh day seven calves two rams fourteen lambs of a year old without blemish their meat offerings and their drink offerings shall be to the calves and the rams and the lambs according to their number according to their ordinance and one kid of the goats for a sin offering beside the continual whole burnt offering there shall be their meat offerings and their drink offerings and on their on the eighth day there shall be to you a release. You shall do no servile work in it, and you shall offer whole burnt offerings as sacrifices to Yahuwah, one calf, one ram, seven lambs of a year old without spot, and there shall be their meat offerings and their drink offerings for the, for the calf and the ram and the lambs according to their numbers, according to their ordinance, and one kid of the goats for a sin offering beside the continual whole burnt offerings, and there shall be their meat offerings and their drink offerings. These sacrifices shall you offer to Yahuwah in your feasts beside your vows, and you shall offer your freewill offerings and your whole burnt offerings and your meat offerings and your drink offerings and your peace offerings. Chapter 30. And Moshe spoke to the children of Israel according to all that Yahuwah commanded Moshe. And Moshe spoke to all the heads of the tribes of the children of Israel, saying, This is the thing which Yahuwah has commanded. Whatsoever man shall vow a vow to Yahuwah, or swear an oath, or bind himself with an obligation upon his soul, he shall not break his word. All that shall come out of his mouth he shall do. And if a woman shall vow a vow to Yahuwah, or bind herself with an obligation in her youth in her father's house, and her father should hear her vows and her obligations wherewith she has bound her soul, and if her father should hold his peace at her, then all her vows shall stand. And if all the obligations with which she has bound her soul and shall remain in her, but if her father straightly forbid her in the day in which she he shall hear all her vows and her obligations which she has contracted upon her soul, they shall not stand. Yahweh shall hold her guiltless because her father forbade her. But if she should be indeed married, and her vows be upon her according to the utterance of her lips, in respect of the obligations which she has contracted upon her soul, and her husband should hear, and should hold his peace at her in the day in which he should hear, then thus shall all her vows be binding, and her obligations which she has contracted upon her soul shall stand. 
But if her husband should straightly forbid her in the day in which he should hear her, none of her vows or her obligations which she has contracted upon her soul shall stand, because her husband has disallowed her, and Yahweh shall hold her guiltless. <clears throat> and the vow of a widow and her that is put away, and whatsoever she shall bind upon her soul shall stand to her. And if her vow be made in the house of her husband, or the obligation upon her soul with an oath, and her husband should hear and hold his peace at her, and not disallow her, then all her vows shall stand, and all the obligations which she contracted against her soul shall stand against her. But if her husband shall, should utterly cancel the vow in the day which he shall hear it, none of the things which shall proceed out of her lips in her vows and in the obligations contracted upon her soul shall stand to her. Her husband has canceled them, and Yahweh shall hold her guiltless. Every vow and every binding oath to afflict her soul, her husband shall confirm to it to her, or her husband shall cancel it. But if he be wholly silent at her from, her from day to day, then shall he bind upon her all her vows, and he shall confirm to her the obligations which she has bound upon herself, because he held his peace at her in the day which he heard her. And if her husband should in any wise counsel them after the day in which he heard them, he shall, he shall bear his iniquity. These are the ordinances with which Yahweh commanded Moshe between a man and his wife, and between a father and daughter in her youth and in the house of her father. Chapter 31. And Yahweh spoke to Moshe, saying, Avenge the wrongs of the children of Israel in the Midianites, and afterward thou shalt be added to thy people. And Moshe spoke to the people, saying, Arm some of you, and set yourselves in array before Yahuwah against Midian, to inflict vengeance on Midian from, the, from Yahuwah. Send a thousand of each tribe from all the tribes of the children of Israel to set themselves in array. And they numbered the, the thousands of Israel, a thousand of each tribe, twelve thousand. These were armed for war. And Moshe sent them away a thousand of every tribe with their forces, and Phinehas, the son of Eleazar, the son of Aharon the priest, and the holy instruments, and the signal trumpets were in their hands. And they set themselves in array against Midian, as Yahuwah commanded Moshe, and they slew every male, and they slew the kings of Midian together with their slain subjects, even Evi, and Rochon, and Sur, and Ur, and Rochob, five kings of Midian they slew with a sword, with a sword, Balaam, the son of Beor, with their other slain. And they made a prey of the women of Midian, and their store, and their cattle, and all their possessions, and they spoiled their forces, and they burnt with fire all their cities in, all, in the places of their habitation, and they burnt their villages with fire. And they took all their plunder and all their spoils, both man and beast, and they brought to Moshe and, and to Eleazar the priest, and to all the children of Israel, the captives, and the spoils, and the plunder, to the camp Araboth Moab, which is at Jordan, Yardan, by Jericho. And Moshe and Eleazar the priest and all the rulers of the synagogue went forth out of the camp to meet them. And Moshe was angry with the captains of the host, the heads of thousands and the heads of hundreds who came from the battle array. And Moshe said to them, Why have you saved every female alive? For they, were the, for they were the occasion to the children of Israel by the word of Balaam, of their revolting and despising the word of Yahuwah because of Fogor. And there was a plague, or Peor, and there was a plague in the congregation of Yahuwah. Now then slay every male and all the spoil. Slay every woman who has known the lying with man. And as for all the captivity of women who have not known the lying with man, save ye them alive, and ye shall encamp outside the great camp seven days. Everyone who has slain and who touches a dead body shall be purified on the third day, and, ye shall, and your captivity shall purify yourselves on the seventh day. And ye shall purify every garment and every leathern utensil and all furniture of goatskin and every wooden vessel. 
And Eleazar the priest said to the men of the host that came from the battle array, This is the ordinance of the Torah which Yahweh has commanded Moshe. Beside the gold and the silver and the brass and the iron and the lead and tin, everything that shall pass through the fire shall so be clean. Nevertheless, it shall be purified with the water of sanctification. And whatsoever will not pass through the fire shall pass through water. And on the seventh day ye shall wash your garments and be clean, and afterward ye shall come into the camp. And Yahweh spoke to Moshe, saying, <clears throat> Take the sum of the spoils of the captivity, both of man and beast, you and Eleazar the priest, and the heads of the families of the congregation. Ye shall divide the spoils between the warriors that went out to battle and the whole congregation. And ye shall take a tribute for Yahuwah from the warriors that went out to battle, one soul out of five hundred, from the men and from the cattle, even from the oxen, and from the sheep, and from the asses, and ye shall take them from their half, and thou shalt give them to Eleazar the priest as the firstfruits of Yahuwah. And from the half belonging to the children of Israel, thou shalt take one and fifty from the men, and from the oxen, and from the sheep, and from the asses, and from all the cattle, and thou shalt give them to the Levites that keep the charges in the tabernacle of Yahuwah. And Moshe and Eleazar the priest did as Yahuwah commanded Moshe. And that which remained of the spoil which the warriors took was of the sheep six hundred and twenty-five thousand, and oxen seventy-two thousand, and asses sixty-one thousand, and persons of women who had not known lying with man, all the souls thirty-two thousand, and the half, even the portion of them that went out to war from the number of the sheep was three hundred and thirty-seven thousand five hundred. And the tribute to Yahuwah from the sheep was 675, and the oxen, 6 and 30,000, and the tribute to Yahuwah, 72, 72, and the asses, 32,500, and the tribute to Yahuwah, 61, and the persons, 16,000, and the tribute of them, 32 souls. And Moshe gave the tribute to Yahuwah, the heave offering to Elohim, the Eliez, to Eliezer the priest, as Yahuwah commanded Moshe. From the half belonging to the children of Israel, whom Moshe separated from the men of war, and the half taken from the sheep belonging to the congregation was three hundred and thirty-seven thousand and five hundred, and the oxen thirty-two, thirty-six thousand, asses thirty thousand and five hundred, and persons sixteen thousand. And Moshe took of the half belonging to the children of Israel the fiftieth part of men and cattle. And he gave them to the Levites who kept the charges of the tabernacle of Yahuwah as Yahuwah commanded Moshe. And all those who were appointed to be officers of thousands of the host, captains of thousands and captains of hundreds, approached Moshe and said to Moshe, Thy servants have taken the sum of the men of war with us, and not one is missing. And we have brought our gift to Yahuwah, every man who has found an article of gold, whether an armlet or chain or ring or bracelet or clasp for the hair, to make atonement for us before Yahuwah. And Moshe and Eliezer the priest took the gold from them, even every wrought article, and all the wrought gold, even the offering that they offered to Yahuwah, was 16,750 shekels from the captains of thousands and the captains of hundreds, for the men of war took plunder everyone for himself. And Moshe and Eliezer the priest took the gold from the captains of thousands and the captains of hundreds and brought the vessels into the tabernacle of witness, a memorial of the, um, sorry, a memorial of the children of Israel before Yahuwah. Chapter 32. And the children of Reuben, the children of Gad, had a multitude of cattle, very great. And they saw the land of Yazer, the land of Gilead. And the, the place was a place for cattle. And the children of Reuben and the children of Gad came and spoke to Moshe and to Eliezer, the priest, and to the princes of the congregation, saying, Ataroth, and Debon, and Yazer, and Namra, and Eshbon, and Eliel, and Sebama, and Nabu, and Beon, the land which Yahuwah has delivered up before the children of Israel is a pasture land. And his servants have cattle. And they said, If we have found grace in thy sight, 
Let this land be given to thy servants for a possession, and do not cause us to pass over Jordan. And Moshe said to the sons of Gad and to the sons of Reuben, Shall your brethren go to war, and shall you sit here? Why do you pervert the minds of the children of Israel, that they should not cross over into the land which Yahweh gives them? Did not your fathers thus, when I sent them from Kadesh Barnet to spy out the land? And they went up to the valley of the cluster and spied the land, and turned aside the heart of the children of Israel, that they should not go into the land which Yahweh gave them? Yahweh was angry in that day, and sware, saying, Surely these men who came up out of Egypt from twenty years old and upward, who know good and evil, shall not see the land which I swore to give Avraham and Yitzchak and Yaakov. For they have not closely followed after me, save Caleb the son of Yephone, who was set apart, and Yahusha the son of Nun. For they closely followed after Yahuwah, and Yahuwah was very angry with Israel. And for forty years he caused them to wander in the wilderness, until all the generation which did evil in the sight of Yahuwah was extinct. Behold, ye are arisen up in the room of your fathers, a combination of sinful men, to increase yet further the fierce wrath of Yahuwah against Israel. For ye will turn away from him to desert him yet once more in the wilderness, and ye will sin against this whole congregation." And they came to him and said, We will build here folds for our cattle and cities for our possessions, and we will arm ourselves and go as an advanced guard before the children of Israel, until we have brought them into their place, and our possessions shall remain in walled cities because of the inhabitants of the land. And we will not return to our houses till the children of Israel shall have been disturbed, each one in his own inheritance, and we will not any longer inherit with them from the other side of Jordan and onwards, because we have our full inheritance on the side beyond Jordan eastward. And Moshe said to them, If you will do according to these words, if you will arm yourselves before Yahuwah for battle, and every one of you will pass over Jordan fully armed before Yahuwah until his enemy be destroyed from before his face, and the land shall be subdued before Yahuwah, then afterwards ye shall return and be guiltless before Yahuwah. And as regards Israel, and this land shall be to you for a possession before Yahuwah, but if you will not do so, you will sin against Yahuwah, and ye shall know your sin, when the affliction shall come upon you. And ye shall build for yourself cities for your store, and fold for your cattle, and ye shall do that which proceeds out of your mouth. And the sons of Reuben and the sons of Gad spoke to Moshe, saying, Thy servants will do as our Lord commands. Our store, and our wives, and all our cattle shall be in the cities of Gilead, but thy servants will go over all armed and set in order before Yahuwah to battle, as our Lord says. And Moshe appointed to them for judges, Eleazar the priest, and Yahusha the son of Nun, and the chiefs of the families of the tribes of Israel. And Moshe said to them, If the sons of Reuben and the sons of Gad will pass over Jordan with you, everyone armed for war before Yahuwah, and ye shall subdue the land before you, then ye shall give to them the land of Gilead for possession. But if they will not pass over armed with you before war, uh, before Yahuwah, then shall ye cause to pass over their possessions and their wives and their cattle before you into the land of Canaan, and they shall inherit with you in the land of Canaan. And the sons of Reuben and the sons of Gad answered, saying, Whatsoever Yahuwah says to his servants, that will we do. We will go over armed before Yahuwah into the land of Canaan, and ye shall give us our inheritance beyond Jordan. And Moshe gave to them, even to the sons of Gad and the sons of Reuben and the half-tribe of Manasseh, the sons of Yosef, the kingdom of Sihon, of the Amorites and the kingdom of Og of Bashan, and the land, the land and its cities with its coasts, the cities of the land round about, and the sons of Gad built Dibon and Ataroth and Aroer and Sophar and Yazer, and they set them up, and Namram and Bath Baethron, strong cities and folds for sheep, and the sons of Reuben built Eshbon, and Elial and 
Karithaim and Beilmon, surrounded within walls, surrounded with walls, and Sebama, and they called the names of the cities which they built after their own names. And a son of Machir, the son of Manasseh, went to Gilead and took it, and destroyed the Amorite who dwelt in it. And Moshe gave Gilead to Machir, the son of Manasseh, and he dwelt there. And Yair, the son of Manasseh, went and took their villages, and called the villages of Yair. And Nabu went and took Kaath and her villages, and called them Naboth after his name. <clears throat> Numbers 33. And these are the stages of the children of Israel, as they went out from the land of Egypt with their host by the hand of Moshe and Aharon. And Moshe wrote their removals and their stages by the word of Yahuwah. And these are the stages of their journeys. journeying. They departed from Ramesses in the first month, on the fifteenth day of the month, on the day after the Passover. On the day after the Passover, the children of Israel went forth with a high hand before all the Egyptians. And the Egyptians buried those that died of them, even all that Yahuwah smote, every firstborn in the land of Egypt. So also Yahuwah executed vengeance on their Elohim. And the children of Israel departed from Ramesses and encamped at Sukkot. And they departed from Sukkot and encamped in Bhutan, which is part of the wilderness. And they departed from Bhutan and encamped at the mouth of Ivroth, which is opposite Bel Siphon, and encamped opposite Magdol. And they departed from before Ivroth and crossed the middle of the sea into the wilderness, and they went a journey of three days through the wilderness and encamped in Pikrae. And they departed from Pikrae and came to Elim. And in Elim were twelve fountains of water and seventy palm trees, and they encamped there by the water. And they departed from Elim and encamped by the Red Sea. And they departed from the Red Sea and encamped in the wilderness of Sin. And they departed from the wilderness of Sin and encamped in Rafaka. And they departed from Rafaka and encamped at Elus. And they departed from Elus and encamped in Rephadin. And there was no water there for the people to drink. And they departed from Rephadin and encamped in the wilderness of Sinai. And they departed from the wilderness of Sinai and encamped at the graves of lust. And they departed from the graves of lust and encamped in Aseroth. And they departed from Aseroth and encamped in Rathama. And they departed from Rathama and encamped in Ramon Ferez. And they departed from Ramon Ferez and encamped in Lebona. And they departed from Lebona and encamped in Rezin. And they departed from Rezin and encamped in Makilath. And they departed from Makilath and encamped in Safar. And they departed from Safar and encamped in Haradath. Haradath. And they departed from Haradath and encamped in Makiloth. They departed from Makiloth and encamped in Katan. No, Katath, sorry. Katath. They departed from Katath and encamped in Tarath. They departed from Tarath and encamped in Matheca. They departed from Matheca and encamped in Seloma. Sel Selmona. They departed from Selmona and encamped in Masuruth. And they departed from Masuruth and encamped in Banea. They departed from Banea and encamped in the mountain of Gadgad. Yeah. Oh, that's right. And the Mesorite is called Hor Gidgad. Hor Gidgad. And they departed from the mountain of Gadgad and departed in Ethabatha. And they departed from Ethabatha Eth and encamped in Ebrona. And they departed from Ebrona and encamped in Gezon Geber. They departed from Gezon Geber and encamped in the wilderness of Sin. And they departed from the wilderness of Sin and encamped in the wilderness of Faran. This is Cadus. And they departed from Cadus and encamped in Mount Or near the land of Edom. And Aharon the priest went up by the command of Yahuwah and died there in the fortieth year, and the departure of the children of Israel from the land of Egypt in the fifth month on the first day of the month. And Aharon was a hundred and twenty-three years old when he died in Mount Hor. And Arad, the Canaanitish king, he too dwelt in the land of Canaan, having heard when the children of Israel were entering in the land, and they departed from Mount Or and encamped in Salmona, and they departed from Salmona and encamped in Fino. 
They departed from Fino and camped in Oboth, and they departed from Oboth and encamped in Gai, and on the other side of Jordan, on the borders of Moab, and they departed from Gai and encamped in Debon Gad. They departed from Debon Gad and encamped in Gilmon Deblothaim. They departed from Gilmon Deblothaim and encamped in the mountains of Ab- Abarim over against Nabu. Nebo. Yeah, Nebo. They departed from the mountains of Abarim and encamped, in, encamped on the west of Moab at Jordan by Jericho. And they encamped by Jordan between Esimoth as far as Belsa to the west of Moab. And Yahweh spoke to Moshe at the west of Moab by the Jordan at Jericho, saying, Speak to the children of Israel, and thou shalt say to them, Ye are to pass over Jordan into the land of Canaan, and shall destroy all that dwell in the land before you. And ye shall abolish their high places, and all their molten images ye shall destroy. And ye shall demolish all their pillars, and ye shall have, and ye shall destroy all the inhabitants of the land, and ye shall dwell in it. For I have given their land to you for an inheritance, and ye shall inherit their land according to your tribes. To the greater number ye shall give the larger possession, and to the smaller ye shall give the less possession. To whatsoever part a man's name shall go forth by lot, there shall be his property. Ye shall inherit according to the tribes of your families. But if you will not destroy the dwellers in the land from before you, then it shall come to pass that whomsoever of them ye shall leave shall be thorns in your eyes and darts in your sides, and they shall be enemies to you on the land which ye shall dwell. It shall come to pass that as I determined to do to them, so I will do to you. Numbers chapter 34. And Yahweh spoke to Moshe, saying, Charge the children of Israel, and thou shalt say to them, Ye are entering into the land of Canaan. It shall be to you for an inheritance, the land of Canaan with its boundaries. And your southern side shall be from the wilderness of Sin to the border of Edom. And your border southward shall extend on the side of the salt sea eastward. And your border shall go round about you from the south of the ascent of Akrabin, and shall proceed by Anak. And the going forth of it shall be southward to Cadiz Barnea. And it shall go forth to the village of Arad and shall proceed by Asimona. And the border shall compass from Asimona to the river Egypt. And the sea shall be the termination. And ye shall have your border on the west. The great sea shall be the boundary. This shall be to you the border on the west. And this shall be your northern border. From the great sea ye shall measure to yourselves by the side of the mountain. And ye shall measure to yourselves the mountain from Mount Hor at the entering in to Amath. And the termination of it shall be the coast of Sardak. And the border shall go out from, go out to Defrona, and its termination shall be at Arsenine. Yeah, this shall be your border from the north, and ye shall measure to yourselves the eastern border from Arsenine to Sephamar, and the border shall go down from Sephamar to Bella eastward to the fountains, and the border shall go down from Bella behind the sea Hanereth eastward. And the border shall go down to Jordan, and the termination shall be the salt sea, and this shall be your land and its borders round about. And Moshe charged the children of Israel, saying, This is the land which ye shall inherit by lot, even as Yahweh commanded us to give it to thine to the nine tribes and a half, to give it to the nine tribes and a half tribe of Manasseh. Sorry. For the tribe of the children of Reuben and the tribe of the children of Gad have received their inheritance according to their families, and the half-tribe of Manasseh have received their inheritances. Two tribes and a half-tribe have received their inheritance beyond Jordan by Jericho from the southeastward. <clears throat> Sorry. And Yahweh spoke to Moshe, saying, These are the names of the men who shall divide the land to you for an inheritance, Eleazar, 
sorry, Eliezer the priest and Yahusha the son of Nun. And ye shall take one ruler from each tribe to divide the land to you by lot. And these are the names of the men of the tribe of Yehuda, Caleb, the son of Yephune, of the tribe of Simeon, Salamiel, the son of Semiud, of the tribe of Benjamin, Eldad, the son of Chasalon, of the tribe of Dan, the prince was Bakir, the son of Eglai, of the sons of Yosef, of the tribe of the sons of Manasseh, the prince was Aniel, the son of Sufai, of the tribe of the sons of Ephraim, the prince was Chamuel, the son of Sabathan, of the tribe of Zabulon, the prince was Elisaphon, the son of Farnak. Of the tribe of the sons of Issachar, the prince was Faltiel, the son of Oza. Of the tribe of the children of Asher, the prince was Achior, the son of Selemiai. Of the tribe of Naphtali, the prince was Fadael, the son of Jamiud. These did Yahuwah command to distribute the inheritance to the children of Israel in the land of Canaan. Chapter 35, Numbers, Septuagint Version. And Yahweh spoke to Moshe by the west of Moab, by Jordan, near Jericho, saying, Give orders to the children of Israel, and they shall give to the Levites cities to dwell in from the lot of their possession, and they shall give to the Levites the suburbs of the cities round about them. And the cities shall be for them to dwell in, and their enclosures shall be for the, their, their cattle and all their beasts. And the suburbs of the cities which ye shall give to the Levites shall be from the wall of the city and outwards two thousand cubits round about. And thou shalt measure outside the city on the east side two thousand cubits, and on the south side two thousand cubits, and on the west side two thousand cubits, and on the north side two thousand cubits. And your city shall be in the midst of this, and the suburbs of the cities as described. And ye shall give the cities to the Levites, the six cities of refuge which ye shall give for the slayer to flee thither, and in addition to these forty-two cities. Ye shall give to the Levites in all forty-eight cities, them and their suburbs, and as for the cities which ye shall give out of the possession of the children of Israel, from those that have much ye shall give much, and from those that have less ye shall give less. They shall give their cities to the Levites, each one according to his inheritance with which they shall inherit it. And Yahweh spoke to Moshe, saying, Speak to the children of Israel, and thou shalt say to them, You are to cross over Jordan into the land of Canaan. And ye shall appoint to yourselves cities, they shall be to you cities of refuge for the slayer to flee to. Everyone who has killed another unintentionally, and the cities shall be to you places of refuge from the avenger of blood. And the slayer shall not die until he stands before the congregation for judgment. And the cities which ye shall assign, even the six cities, shall be places for refuge for you. Ye shall assign three cities on the other side of Jordan, and ye shall assign three cities in the land of Canaan. It shall be... Hang on one second... <clears throat> It shall be a place of refuge for the children of Israel and for the stranger and for him that sojourns among you. These cities shall be for a place of refuge for everyone to flee thither who has killed a man unintentionally. And if he should smite him with an iron instrument and the man should die, he is a murderer. Let the murderer by all means be put to death. And if he should smite him with a stone thrown from his hand whereby a man die and thus die, he is a murderer. Let the murderer by all means be put to death. And if he should smite him with an instrument of wood from his hand, and whereby he may die, and thus he die, he is a murderer. Let the murderer by all means be put to death. The avenger of blood himself shall slay the murderer. Whensoever he shall meet him, he shall slay him. If he should thrust him through enmity or cast anything upon him from an ambuscade, 
and the man should die, or if he should have smitten him with his hand through anger, and the man should die, let the man that smote him be put to death by all means. He is a murderer. Let the murderer by all means be put to death. The avenger of blood shall slay the murderer when he meets him. But if he should thrust him through... If he should thrust him suddenly, not through enmity, or cast anything upon him, not from an ambuscade, or smite him with any stone whereby a man may die, unawares, and it should fall upon him, and he should die, but he was not his enemy, nor sought to hurt him, then the assembly shall judge between the smiter and the avenger of blood according to these judgments, and the congregation shall rescue the slayer from the avenger of blood, and the congregation shall restore him to his city of refuge, whither he fled for refuge, and he shall dwell there till the death of the high priest, whom they anointed with the holy oil. But if the slayer should go in any wise, go out beyond the bounds of the city, whither he had fled for refuge, and the avenger of blood should find him without the bounds for the city of his refuge, and the avenger of blood shall kill the slayer, he is not guilty, for he ought to have remained in the city of refuge till the high priest died. And after the death of the high priest, the slayer shall return to the land of his possession. These things shall be to you for an ordinance of judgment throughout your generations and all your dwellings. Whoever kills a man, thou shalt slay the murderer. On the testimony of witness, and one witness, one witness shall not testify against a soul that he die. And he shall not accept ransoms for life from a murderer who is worthy of death, for he shall surely be put to death. You shall not accept a ransom to excuse his fleeing to the city of refuge, so that he should again dwell in the land until the death of the high priest. So shall ye not pollute with murderer in the land which ye shall dwell. For this blood pollutes the land. And the land shall not be purged from from the blood shed upon it, but by the blood of him that shed it. And he shall not defile the land whereon ye dwell, on which I dwell in the midst of you, for I am Yahuwah dwelling in the midst of the children of Israel. All right, last chapter, brothers and sisters, book of Numbers, chapter thirty-six, Septuagint version, and the heads of all. And the heads of the tribes of the sons of Gilead, the sons of Machir, the sons of Manasseh, of the tribe of the sons of Yosef, drew near, and spoke before Moshe, and before Eliezer the priest, and before the heads of the houses of the families of the children of Israel. And they said, Yahweh commanded our Lord to enter, our Adonai, to enter the land of inheritance by lot to the children of Israel. And Yahweh appointed our Adonai to give the inheritance of Salafat, our brother, to his daughters. And they will become wives in one of the tribes of the children of Israel. So their inheritance shall be taken away from the possession of our fathers, and shall be added to the inheritance of the tribe into which the woman shall marry, and shall be taken away from the portion of our inheritance. And if there shall be a release of the children of Israel, then shall their inheritance be added to the inheritance of the tribe into which the woman would marry." And the inheritance shall be taken away from the inheritance of our family's tribe. And Moshe charged the children of Israel by the commandment of Yahuwah, saying thus, saying, Thus says the tribe of the children of Yosef. Thus says the tribe of the children of Yosef. This is the thing which Yahuwah has appointed the daughters of Salafad, saying, Let them marry there, please. Only let them marry the men of their father's tribe. So shall not the inheritance of the children of Israel go about from tribe to tribe. For the children of Israel shall steadfastly continue each in the inheritance of his family's tribe. And whatever daughter is heiress to a property of the tribe of the children of Israel, such women shall be married each one to her father's tribe, that the sons of Israel may teach may each inherit the property of his father's tribe, and the inheritance shall not go about from one tribe to another, but the children of Israel shall steadfastly continue each in his own inheritance. 
As Yahuwah commanded Moshe, so did they to the daughters of Salafahad. So Tersa and Egla and Mekla and Nua and Mala and the daughters of Salafad married their cousins. They were married to men of the tribes of Manasseh, the sons of Yosef, and their inheritance was attached to the tribe of their father's family. These are the commandments and the ordinances and the judgments which Yahuwah commanded by the hand of Moshe at the west of Moab, at Jordan, by Jericho. Well, brothers and sisters, those of you that have joined us for um, four books so far, um, praise be to Yah, He's allowed us to to do this, and um, I pray it's a blessing for you. We've got one more book left. We're going to be doing it tomorrow, probably same time, 9, 9 a.m. Central Standard Time. So if you want to catch it live, um, we'll be there at 9. Uh, aside from that, uh, let's just end with a prayer, and uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Heavenly Father, Yahuwah Most High, we just come before you in Yahusha's name. We thank you for allowing to, us to gather together like this and to read from your Torah. And we pray that you give us understanding for our heart, uh, that we may walk more perfectly before you. And we bless you and thank you for this week-long festival of Sukkot. And uh, we just bless you for all things that you do for us. In Yahusha's name, amen and amen. Shalom, brothers and sisters. We'll see you tomorrow, and we'll finish up the final book of the Torah, uh, book of Deuteronomy, at 9 a.m. Central. Shalom.